Are we Welcome starting? to Bloodshot episode 47, presented by T-Mobile. I have returned from the deserts where I stared at the scars, the stars as our ancestors <laughs> once did. Blinded by the lights and the beauty of the universe, I watched the band of the Milky Way as the rotation of our planet displayed such wonders to me. And as I looked down at my phone, I was aghast because I realized, I realized, not aghast, but blinded by brilliance as my phone had a 5G T-Mobile network in the desert. Wow. Wow. In the That's desert. Crazy. Pretty impressive. And from that point, I realized that they also have America's largest 5G network covering over 215 million people nationwide in nearly 6,000 cities and towns. And even better, their nationwide 5G network works indoors, outdoors, covering thousands of miles while the competition only covers city blocks. So rank up and take your wireless games to the next level with T-Mobile T -Mobile, and visit T-Mobile.com today. Welcome to Plat Ow. Chat, episode 47, presented by T-Mobile, everybody. Uh, you actually the... were in the desert last night. I, I was in the like desert last was... night. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was the necessary information that the audience at home absolutely lacked. Like, yeah. <laughs> they have no idea that you were actually uh, in the desert. That was also the most energy Bren has ever used to talk about anything on the show. Uh, I, for some reason, Matt, I don't know why, this is the ha I, this moment right here, not not necessarily being in a call with you, but in general, uh, this is the happiest I've been in my life. Um, not in my life, actually. Probably in the last six months, I'd say. You've, you're the happiest right now, whilst we're in the middle of like quarantine. In the last six, out, sorry, out of quarantine, I'd say. Out of lockdown, I'm probably the happiest yeah. I've been right oh, now. Right, right. And it's because I've stopped reading our YouTube comments. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, the poor people down in YouTube. I well, me read. and Josh read them, yeah. Yeah, you guys filter uh, it. I don't care. So in case you haven't positive. noticed... Uh, I'm joined by Jaws. I actually really Hello. hate it when Jaws is on the show because it's like when, you know, when you, you bring in a shiny new toy and you, you're comparing yeah. it to me, it makes me look so much worse. Is when that I'm why you're so you. energetic and happy? <laughs> you just want to make sure I you secure your job. Try to put on a good impression. <laughs> yeah, try to put on a good show. <laughs> Jaws is okay. The only thing that's kind of like weird when Jaws is on is that like he doesn't say a lot and you don't say anything. So sometimes I think it's all frozen and I, and I oh. can't tell whether we're still <laughs> well, I'm just trying to be not. polite. <laughs> huh? I'm just trying to be polite. I'm invited on, so I don't really want to yeah, he's know, a guest, overstep Matt. my boundaries. Listen, you oh. step to the tier seven house, you step to us all, all right? Don't make me come around yeah, the man's the, ends. Yeah, yeah, tons, yeah. Of con tons of content going on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've chosen a ton. <laughs> Best content is current rating Pop-Tarts. That's true. true. Though, uh, uh, you guys, true. Yeah, if, if anyone out there wants to watch stuff, I tweeted about it today. Kurt had a great video on his YouTube channel where he uh, rated... <laughs> Uh, I believe it was Pop Tart branded Pop Tarts versus uh, the store brand, like the store generic brand, store yeah. brand yeah. Pop Tarts, and he toasted them. He froze them, which was weird. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know you can freeze yeah, I, it. I've never heard of that, except yeah. when I began watching the Kurt <laughs> well, Reviews you know what, though? series. It's it's an in depth study. It really is. Like, uh, yeah. I appreciate his ABX study, you know, of being able to, you know, he takes one, he takes the other, he makes his conclusion, and then he's Comparison. told it. Yeah, it was very thorough. It was very scientific. Surprising, right? For a Pop-Tart like, review. <laughs> you would assume it would be a bit assistance as well. Yeah, you'd assume it would be a bit more... Um, Mimi. Objective. Slapdash. Mm. 
Slap dash. Slap I mean, yeah, sure, you can use his words. Let's let's get into the, uh, the nitty gritty. What? What are we talking about? I, I'm talking about this. Overwatch. Topic number one on our list of items is speculation of the playoff meta because oh, we're currently in a weird period of the Overwatch League right now where the catch-up games are happening but some of them don't matter and also the meta is going to be completely different to what the playoff meta is so what we do know is that the playoff meta is going to be on the patch right the new patch the, the one that nerfs the main tanks yeah. Yeah. and, or and nerfs Brig Orisa, too. Sigma, Brig yeah. so Jaws starting with you what do you think the playoff meta is going to be what's your speculation you got any hot takes I'm playing a ton of ranked, like, you know, 200 games a day. Nah, it's probably about 30 <laughs> games a day of ranked. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm pretty sure 200 a day is impossible. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. impossible. Probably about 30 games a day, maybe. 30 games a day is a lot. Across a couple of accounts. At, yeah. at the gold level, you can get lots of games in. Yeah. You can get lots of games in at gold. You do. Yeah. Yeah, in this meta, you actually do, and I'm not kidding, because the either the enemy team has double sniper damage boosted by mercy or a hog player that's better than your hog player that's literally it double sniper Dude. hog zarya is disgusting double Sonic sniper hog awful. zarya yeah, yeah. so right over... now is roll a d20 and maybe yeah. you get more than five and if you get more than five you lose like it's did they actually the worst hog, like when they when they nerfed the shields like kind of buffing hog was like a oh yeah let's really make sure the shields go away yeah uh but now he's got because thinking about like all they've done to hog like in a while like he can take <laughs> the breather and yeah. like he becomes like unkillable and he walks away it's guaranteed uh, one shot now with hook now, by now the way. he really? goes back to one pretty shot hook hog. it's yeah, he goes pretty back much to one shot hook if hog. you do if you you know when you hook someone it comes in you hold you just continue hold w and you like yeah, move yeah. like an inch closer as long as your gun is somewhere in the vicinity of their head you get it's, it's a one shot onto so we uh, have disgustingly an oh, off, a purely off tank meta because I saw Fusions yeah. as well. He tweeted right He's saying like they nerfed like, Arisa, yeah, they nerfed like, Arisa, oh, but yeah. I didn't expect them to remove yeah. my role. It's, <laughs> it's whoever has the best hog. All the dirty hog one tricks are coming back. All the Snizzle knows. Bring back Snizzle and Himsy. Yeah. But this yeah, is really, is. But, um, does this really go into the this actual, isn't going to go into like, competitive game? No. Yeah, I don't no, think no, no, so. So a lot of people are still. I don't think this is what we're going to see in Overwatch League. Like like I said, it's quick play in comp right now. But what I would say... You don't think we're going to see the, the hogs, are you? No, it's so stupid. No. <laughs> I, I actually, it's so stupid until your head but gets kicked in So you could literally play anything and hog works because hog goes in the flank, picks somebody, no one looks around and goes, why are you dead? So, and then okay, just so presses I, W. I, I, I think, think it's going to be Sigma back in the meta and with hog, maybe. I think Sigma is going to stay in because of uh, Sigma's versatility. Really? See? Because I think oh, Ryan's Zaya actually might be yeah, kind of decent yeah. too. It, it, it's so hard to tell right now. It's like unbelievably hard uh, to tell. I think Widow will be in. Widow's perma pick. Absolutely. I, Widow I, is I think Widow, Widow will be in. I think yeah, so, now that like shields are nerfed and if you don't see Sigma a ton where he can just go like that and put a shield in Widow's face from any distance on the map, I, I think you'll think you see some Sigma. Widow play. What, what are you smirking about over there, Uncle Egg? I'm what, smirking what because... Funny? I'm smirking because the community just begs for an end to double shield. Begs on their hands and knees. Please, Jeffrey, please get rid of the shield. And then when the meta is swapped up to something we've never seen before in Overwatch, it sucks. it's so far away from the norm, from like what people have yeah. built in their heads of how Overwatch should be, that they're like, 
It's fucking quick play. It's chaos. It's, Bring my it's chaos back. It actually yeah, is it. though. It's chaos. Bring like widows back, dominate because there's no yeah, shields yeah. and there's a mercy hiding around the corner like this with a fucking yeah, with yeah. the blue beam and you just but lose I, if they have a better way to make this play. also though it, it illustrates some of the difficulties with balancing a game like oh, Overwatch 100%. because yeah. certain yeah. heroes are just on a knife's edge like Hog for example absolute trash when shields are in the game as soon as you get rid of the shields <laughs> uh, well and also give him a one hit kill potential as well obviously yeah. but he would still be pretty good without that as well because you leave the people on like 2 HP with no shield to hide behind but yeah, he just becomes bonkers. And like Widowmaker as well is just, you require <laughs> you so these many. shields to be able to get better into winner, choke points. Uh, I have been so uh, many heroes who are like that. Yeah, like just on the into the edge. archives. Been peering uh -huh. into the, uh, the scrim archive? data. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh... who gave you access to scrim data? <laughs> yeah, why, why, yeah, why, why, why are you about to talk about scrim data? What? What's scrim data? Well, I'm not really allowed to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Oh. And so teams have been experimenting a little bit with a variety of compositions that we've seen. I don't know if the double off tank will stay, but mm. I think in theory, the thing that I'm, I think will survive... Here's the thing, I keep double backing on this, but I think the, the thing that will survive will be the Winston Sombra compositions. Really? Mm. Yes. I don't think so. But I think once because of Hog... It makes Winston a lot less playable, so I don't know. We might see some so. weird countercomp stuff coming around for playoffs. Hog and ball torture, man. I, I think. Uh, I mean, Chengdu no. meta. Uh, uh, Chengdu meta. Chengdu finals. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think friend. we said I it previously. To, I think to uh, Jaws's point, I think Sigma's probably in. I think what would kind of hurt a Winston-based comp is like some kind of like Ryan Zarya, maybe Roadhog coming into play. I think there's a chance that like the meta is all over the place, right? Like I think that, Double uh, Sniper, Ryan Zarya actually might be a meta we head yeah. to, to be honest with you. It, it, it's currently so far away, Very at nice least enough. in top ranked, from anything that resembles normal overwatch yeah that it might take a long time for people to figure out what really is the best because the best might be something that no one's ever tried before and i also right. want to put this to you guys how fucking funny would it be if every year we have a patch at the end of playoffs that or at the beginning of playoffs yeah. rather at the end of the season that takes the meta for the year and just flips it on its head it happens every year it happened before the overwatch league it used to always happen in tournaments. there's already case studies of this already though with uh sure with league and, of legends and, and everybody hates it dota does it as well right right but that's People like, like just dota. been a thing in overwatch this year we had hero pulls the meta changed constantly mm. so in theory a playoff patch shouldn't be that different because we've had playoff patches all year but it has changed so drastically <laughs> for the playoffs that it has flipped even this year of chaos hey, and hero I pulls on it. its head you know, it's jeff, so perfect jeff was right somewhere he's like you know what these guys can complain about double shield watch this yeah <laughs> Watch this. Calls up Jeff Goodman. He's like, bro, bring back Hog and nuke the shields. And Jeff Goodman's like, are you sure, bro? He's like, bring him back. By the way, nerf Brig to the ground as well. Let's see what happens. It's it's a it's a huge patch. It's actually a patch that I'm in a big fan of, just because the game needed to get away from some of the shields a lot like when we were talking about the dev yeah. ama where they wanted things to go back more towards uh trend towards more fps and less moba 
yeah. they kind of tread that way with this. This is definitely going that direction. Uh, I think though, because we haven't seen this in so long, it's going to have it's going to have a kind of correctional period where people are like, "What the hell is this? I'm getting one shot by Hog. Widowmaker's well, killing me!" Like, there's going to be, be some people though as well that are screaming about competitive integrity and how you can't change it. You know the, the meme that people have been making these days that are crying like, "You can't just." change the meta before playoffs you can't nerf double shield and then there's the the chad overwatch dev team bro that just nerf it and they're just yes you know there's, they're, they're yes. side there's on yeah there's always stuff that happens exactly. in like professional <laughs> sports as well with competitive like integrity what professional stick and ball sport has changed this much before playoffs it doesn't uh, ever happen yeah, change the soccer ball into a triangle had, basketball just had a play-in game for the final playoff spot they've never done that ever ah yeah no you're right that is the same as completely changing the entire yeah. metagame yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. The basketball's playing with fucking um, uh, oval balls now as well, aren't they? Where no. you can't do bounce passes. They nerf bounce passes. I remember that. I remember that. I heard they're going to add spikes to the ball to be like Mario, but a, a, a we'll see if that comes in. That bounce passes are illegal now. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. But the, the, the point I was making is there's going to be people out there who say, like, what about my, my, my competitive integrity? Yeah. Firstly, Sit down, Timmy. I was going to say something ruder than that, but I figured, you know, family show. But I think this this season is already kind it's of gone. fucked. Oh, it's... Oh, yeah. In it's, terms it's of competitive gone. integrity, we've had hero pools. We've had COVID. We've had ping discrepancies. We've had teams DCing. We've had entire rosters scrapped. We've had star players refusing to play. The season's gone. It's it's on fire. It's burning. It will it will have a very large asterisk. I was actually thinking about this recently. Actually, that I think every season we've played so far will have a big asterisk. And I know that in League of Legends, for example, looking back on League of Legends now, which is like what is it? Um, ten, years ten years old. Is it like 12, 13 years in? I think it's ten. The first is world was in twenty ten. Right, okay, so it's a full oh. 10 years in. I think they don't... I, I might be wrong about this because it's only come from watching Monty and Thorin talk about it in their podcast, but I think they completely discount Seasons 1 and Seasons 2 they because do, yeah. the meta hadn't been established Also, Season like, 1 was in a uh, LAN hall somewhere, like Season 1 Worlds with Fnatic versus, I can't remember the team, and like it, the game was so small at that point, they didn't count it as Worlds because it was like... Almost yeah, like yeah. seven yeah. teams, you know, it wasn't yeah. really like a uh, world championship for, as it were. Season for, three was like the, the highest, like, this is it now. This is what we for want. For the do. Overwatch League, I feel like 2021 will be the year where everyone thinks about it, like, truly beginning. It should have been this year, except COVID. And yeah. so all of the homestands yeah. kind of fucking blew it up. But no one's going to look at 2019 and be like, ah, yes, this is the year where we take all of our data from. Because everyone was playing fucking GOATS, which is illegal yeah. for the future yeah. content. For the future of the game, yeah. yeah. And then... 2018 is the beginning of the game with only 12 teams uh, like it wasn't really the game wasn't like established enough i feel to be useful and then this year has just been riddled with difficult issues so uh, i, I still think this year's actually been a ton of fun to like watch yeah. like i think the games this year have been cr crazy and i i actually enjoy the region split because i think it creates a nice kind of argument of who's better and we don't see it for a while i love I, that Personally. I hate when like uh yeah I hate I I hated when we saw the same teams like 
like it, it, you know you have a playoff match of like a new york shanghai let's use it for an example like of a previous season it's like well we've seen that match five times already right there's nothing that sure. special i mean like, there's only seven teams it, in asia though right but think about how hype it'll be like if we see like shock shanghai for the first time right there's yeah. so much discussion going into that of which team is better who's got a better grasp of the meta you know, Josh can uh, you know tweet a wolf and they can argue back and forth for <laughs> 30 tweets. Uh, I mean, but I I really enjoyed having the regions kind of split. I think it adds like a little yeah. bit of a story. And I, I would think, like uh, to see in the future yeah. some kind of hybrid system where the regions are split, but they interact uh, like four times during the year. So you, you know, mean like, like how League of Legends Finals currently kind of works or has worked for the last few years? Because League have had LCK, LPL, and uh, yeah. LEC and LCS. Of course, LEC a few years ago was LCS EU and then LCS NA. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before, I can't, I haven't kept up too much with, apart from LCK, I've not really kept up too much with the international tournaments, but they had this thing called MSI, which was the in, the invitational tournaments for the, middle of the season so it was like yeah. okay cool for like a couple of times a year we get to see the korean teams that qualify and like um the eu teams the chinese teams the north american teams they clash and it's like whoa this is insane like oh maybe a korea gonna win it again and korea gets upset and then it's like and then it boils down again to like they're each individual regions and then it comes back to worlds again and it's like whoa remember when the last time they met like damn korea got that beaten is, by yeah, eu so cool. like yeah, what yeah. the hell we weren't expecting that are they going to do the same thing again like i really yeah. like that system like the yeah. whole small yeah. regions and then the mid mid-season tournaments yeah and i think with uh how we did tournaments with hero pools definitely was like the best way to do it after a while like i think having the two weeks and then the open weeks i think have been good we haven't yeah. had to listen to Bren talk about hero pools anymore mm. for, you know, 15 minutes in the middle of the show, which has been I mean, nice. this week, by the way, though, has oh, been my... fucking chaos. Oh, I, like, I... it has brought me back to the heyday of disliking hero pools. I sat there watching some of the matches this week, and I was like, fucking what's even the point? <laughs> like, this hero pool is never going to be in again. There's a playoff patch on the horizon. They've just played a new patch, and all the games are just like people figuring shit out. I also said to Mitch when we were casting, I was like, when was the last time we saw a game that didn't feature uh, Genji or Tracer? Yeah. Like, even before Genji got buffed, it was like all about like Arisa Tracer and whatnot. Uh, and it was like, then it just became like all Genji. I was like, and then this week, I, and then we just started to see the dive with Winston Zarya, and Zarya was gone. And then, like, it was just it's an odd hero pool. All over the place. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's been the... the I, tell, I tell you the one good thing out of the season, though, is that normally you reach this point where you kind of get a feeling for what the playoffs are going to be, and you kind of get a feeling for what the best teams are, and you know that certain teams just don't have a chance, uh, and the games really had no kind of semblance of meaning. You, do you remember the previous seasons where we get to this point, like, around end of Every, stage three? Uh, matters yeah yeah or the yeah. every map matters it has been stuff delayed we, yeah it has it's been pushed back now so we only have to you know it's only the last two weeks and at the end of the day there's a lot of people out there who just they just like watching the overwatch league and they don't care yeah, if the definitely. matches are chaotic they don't care if it's scrappy it's just fun to watch the team that they support clash with other teams you know the banter going backwards <laughs> and forwards the storylines are continuing oh. uh yeah i want to i want to leave the topic of the playoff meta unless you guys have anything more to say um <sighs> I, I don't think we'll know the meta even like go because I thought maybe some teams would start trying to play the playoff meta uh, during these two weeks. But I have a feeling probably some of the heroes that are gone are included in some of the things that they want to try. 
So it's really hard to even get a gauge of whether they're actually trying new things or not. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we'll even understand the playoff meta till probably the second week of playoffs. Yeah. Because I think like you have a bunch of teams who like uh, they'll either blow the other team out regardless of what happens or there's uh, some potential for enormous upsets. There are enormous. Like it would be. It almost seems like it would be a miracle if we ended with a shock Shanghai finals at this point. Mm-hmm. You you enter a meta, let's say for argument's sake, like something like a, a Sombra Widow meta. It is so like if your Sombra can farm EMP or if your Widow hits shots type of day. Like your Widow could just come in and just click everybody's face and just win the game. Maybe. Like like Ooh, uh, I think well, that's better Widow wins. Let's talk about a seeding yeah. in NA then because we had the culmination yeah. of the fusion shock match, which actually decided a ton. It decided who the number one seed was and the number two seed, technically, because well, yeah, enough games have passed, and now they're pretty much uh, solidified. So the Fusion are the number one seed in NA after a 3-0 win against the Shock, the Shock are number two. How much stock do you want to put into this role? Because people have been asking me on my personal stream, they're like, oh, what does this mean for the playoffs? What does this mean for the for the, for for everything else? Does it mean that Shock are just not going to be win and they're not the favorites anymore? I mean, the thing that I said was I would still bank on the two teams making it out of NA being yeah. Philly and Shock. But, yeah. I, I mean... Who the fuck knows, you know? Well, uh, the one thing I think you can take from it is kind of what I've been talking about with Philly all season long is that they can play really any, like, with the combination of players they have, they can really kind of cover all bases and play anything at a high level. Uh, they true. don't, there's not really a meta that they're going to be the best at, maybe. Uh, we don't know, right? But mm-hmm. there's not going to be a meta that they probably fall outside of the top three uh, North America in. Yeah. Uh, I think the I think they're one of the only Ross. I think the only other roster you can say that is San Francisco. Uh, and what, what I think probably triggered some Philly fans is uh, they played Carpe in the situations that everyone was screaming for them to play Carpe in during the Countdown Cup. Uh, completely different meta with yeah. no Genji in the mix. Oh my, but, that was making me mauled. But he did uh, he did put up some really nice performances though. Oh yeah. Carpe uh, had a hell of a game. I watched yeah. this back, and I feel like the... I didn't watch this live, because I went and had a nap instead for some reason. <laughs> but I went back and I watched the VOD. Uncle Egg, Uncle Egg, why are you yeah, so tired? Uncle Egg, he gets tired around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, but I went back and I watched the VOD, which allows you to be a little more, like, objective with it, right? Because you already yeah. know the results, so you're not really paying attention. There's no emotional concept... <laughs> uh, Come part to it so instead i was just looking at it and i felt like the um the community perception was that shock just didn't turn up but instead i thought that philly well. just had a hell of a game i carpe yeah. was hitting everything and they were and they had hisu on his best role as well sado had an amazing game by the way hitting some fantastic halts to like he had one play towards the end of King's Row, and that King's Row game was super tight as oh well, my by the way. God, Philly yeah. almost got full held on point A, and then at the end, they uh, were struggling to deny Shock the, the win. It was like this Sado pull off the high ground to deny an amp matrix. He pulled two people off the high ground, and the amp matrix is just left up top, and he just crushed their entire push with that one play. Uh- and his Winston Carpe was also a lot of shots. His it was Winston the first was game I've yeah. It was the first game where I have seen the shock 
so like usually shock is always the aggressive team and pushes the other team back they they're the one who dictates the pace of play they force you to make mistakes this is the first time i've ever seen anyone get this aggressive against san francisco and force them on their back foot uh and it was really kind of i think telling what you could do i thought uh Carpe versus Ants was like a big matchup, but I, I thought Carpe did a great job. I don't know how you felt when you watched it. Yeah, back, he did. I thought he did a great job of being able to defend himself against like a lot of times they would come around with like Moth and like another player on like a flank, try and speed them around and get like Choi in his face or something like that. And Carpe always traded those one for one, which is massive uh, because that gave the Philadelphia Fusion a huge advantage pushing into the front of the shot. I think they also just didn't quite have a good handle on what the meta was. I mean, yes. obviously the shot came into King's Row, which is what we're watching here, trying to play the Reinhardt compositions. And they, uh, Super was just having the worst of times playing yeah. against the McCree and the Sombra. Yeah. Uh, it was just so hard for him to play against that when he's got a Winston in his face all the time as well. And they had to move over to this double shield kind of look instead. Well, versus double shield, like you, the the Ryan just loses. There's yeah. not really much the Ryan can do. And it's really funny because... Um, Every single King's Row, it's like, whenever you face Shock, you know Super's going to come in. You know they're going to play yeah. Reinhardt. And what a Fusion do? Well, they just play around that fact. And like their hold of point A is kind of ridiculous because they just split up. They just hide in every single window and like high ground. And it's like, you want to yeah. come up to us? Fine. We're just going to out-rotate you. And they just keep doing it. And you're like, you can't do anything. The Rhine sits on the point just getting owned from like three angles. Yeah. It's... Affiliate just so good. And it, it, I think Shock, I don't think it's a trap that they can fall into because their players well, are so good, but I, it, sometimes it's fairly telegraphed. If they have X person in or like they play X map, hey, yeah. we're going to play this, we're so, going to play it like this. How do you just... guys feel if there's a meta, let's say, where it is something like a, a, a dedicated hit scan with like a, a McCree, an Ash, a Widowmaker, and then like a true flex DPS? Because I feel like what you also saw with San Francisco, which we didn't get a lot to talk about during the broadcast, but like Striker's Tracer's been unreal this season, right? Like yeah. the Tracer uh, uh, from Striker plus like Smurf on the Winston, it's been a huge combination. Uh, if they're in a position where they have to play Onsen, Rascal, or Tot, like some kind of combination that doesn't involve Striker on Tracer, how do you guys feel about San Francisco? I think they're still fine. Yeah. Like the, 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 the shock have still got a nutty team, uh, and if anything, yeah. as well, one of the points I wanted to kind oh, of glide into. They're going to get first rounded, but yeah, one of the well, I mean, if they're second seed, they're going to be what in the. Uh, do we know the format yet for the NA? Uh, uh, I don't know. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen like a bracket or anything. Bro, I I didn't even know how the seeding worked until they announced Fusion as number one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. I, don't I'm gonna I'm gonna speculate and assume that it means that the number one and number two seed have automatic buys to the semis for the NA side of things. That yeah, seems to I make sense too. in my head. That isn't how it's worked for the countdown cup and it stuff, is. but maybe is it the quarters? I mean, they just got in, in yeah, APAC they, got they get automatic the buys to the semis, but in yeah, top four gets to the quarters if it's the same format as the cups we've been running this year. Interesting. Okay, so yeah, uh, well, regardless of that, I'm just going to assume that they do go uh, a little bit forward. But I think Shock are fine. What do we make of the fact that I don't, I, I don't want to turn the, your, away from your conversation point, but who was it who posted a tweet saying, Thank you, Fusion, for my motivation? Was that Striker or Striker? Yeah. Striker? Yeah. What a scary thing to see tweeted. 
Well, that is the, yeah. uh, the next game for San Francisco. I believe they made some roster adjustments. They played uh, Twilight over Violet on the Ana, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, and then they played, I believe it was Striker over Ants. Are you talking about the game against Toronto, though? Yeah. How much can you read into that? I mean, I think you can read a bit into it in terms of the roster that they the were roster, fielding. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think you can tell how good they are, but you can tell that they had to make adjustments. I think the fact that Violet MVP candidate was not fielded in any of their maps shows you that, first of all, the theorized loss, the, the theorized uh, space, the gap in Violet's hero pool, as in they never want to run that motherfucker on Anna. Is is genuinely true? Like they they haven't run him on Anna all season long since they, they started architecting the for it at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, so like, I, I that's clearly a gap that they want to plug with Twilight that is going to minimize some of their flexibility if Anna is getting you know flex around a bit in the in the flex support role. We don't exactly know what the meta is going to be for the playoffs. It seems likely that there's going to be some kind of Anna, though. Uh, uh, like, Anna at the moment is a perma-pick and ranked, isn't it, Jaws, at the top level? Yeah. Because, yeah. well, yeah. the reason why it's perma-pick and ranked is because you have no shield. So you can yeah. just nade hog 24-7. Yeah. Nade hog. Your hog pulls hog in, nade. If the, <laughs> as soon as the bubble's down, nade. Bubble down, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's why so, Anna's permapick because she is just uh, is basically honor and mercy. I think are the current best heroes because better widow wins, mercy yeah. pocket, and then honor for the just fucking sleep hog dart like bionade on the hog. I wouldn't put too much stock into the honor there, but I think honor will be played because I do strongly believe that um gonna be Ryan Zaya double sniper. But I think it also showcases that they just had a bad understanding of the meta. And also, mm. the Shock have only lost games this season when they didn't quite get what the meta was. That's the only way that any team has... Well, actually, that's not quite true because they understood the meta in the Summer Showdown. They just couldn't play it because they didn't have a good Genji. But yeah. all of their regular season losses, those two back in yeah. time to the Los Angeles Gladiators, the one that <laughs> actually cost them first seed in the fucking season because we're running this percentage of win rate Josh fucking rule. into a Lego man. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it must be our internet dying. Either that or Discord, I don't know, but... Uh, I'm becoming very blocky. Matt is four yeah, pixels. Yeah, Matt is, like, actually him, four he pixels. He looks like a PS1 villain from... <laughs> 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 he looks like a villain oh, from... Back. There you go. James Bond, <laughs> like, one of those games back on I, PS2. GoldenEye from GoldenEye 64, yeah. yeah. I looked fine on my screen, and Josh looks fine on his. Oh, That's why wow, It looks wow. fine now, it looks fine now. Sorry. Yeah, I think... I don't I I don't want to go back to the meta discussion of the playoffs, but hearing you say it, you think it's gonna be Ryan Zarya. I think hit sounds just I think generally it's, get better over time. Like it's I too it's too the... slow though. Is it isn't any I don't want to get into it actually, okay. whatever. The the uh, let's just speculation. Yeah, not, let's not let's sure. let's move on to uh, to Paris Eternal because they have what? What about what? You're going to bring up Odd Job? What is this? From uh, James Bond. Oh, did not. you see oh. this? Oh, the <laughs> I haven't seen this. What is <laughs> That's this? That's incredible. Wait, I can't even see this. It's the, the tripod's the in the way. Me. It's the face the off me. It was Winston's. You're going it was what? from the... It was from the... <laughs> 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 That's good, actually. That's really good. Uh, that is quite good. I like that. Uh, so so, so like Paris Eternal. Yes. Yeah. They've clinched the third seed coming into this now. What yeah. odds do we want to give? They've actually clinched fourth overall as well 
It's fourth oh. in the it's fourth regular season standings. So they are top four. It goes Shanghai, then Philly, then Shock, and then Paris. Oh, interesting. Those are third in NA though. Yeah. So, so what, what chances though do we give Paris Eternal here? Because this is a team that has looked the most up and down out of all of the top teams. They have had the biggest fluctuations, I think, in terms of looking I, good. I said it last week. I I feel better about the Florida Mayhem than the Paris Eternal. I I just don't. For whatever reason, I feel like this is like if there was one team to just get booned by the hero <laughs> pool at the end, it would be the Paris Eternal. I will say this book. though, Matt. Yeah, I've said two, there's two takes that stick in my mind uh, over the course of yeah. these 47 episodes that we've done. Uh -huh. One of them that was Paris Eternal make the finals. Yeah, and the other one that Ch Chengdu could make the finals. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> Chengdu Paris finals. Bren Chengdu is a prophet. Paris if that happens, not only do I have to get a tattoo on my ass of Wrecking Ball, <laughs> but I, will, I should be considered, surely, the, the best analyst that's yeah. ever existed you in esports. You have e to get a croissant and a, and a Wrecking Ball. Yeah. Croissant? Josh will have to do play-by-play -play from now on. <laughs> oh, you can become the I mean, analyst. They don't, they don't even know the schedule for this week. They don't know the kind oh, of weird stuff that's going on. Oh, oh, <laughs> people don't way. know. Just wait. I don't know. Well, Paris Eternal, though, I think as much as I agree with you, if there was a yeah. team to get boomed by a playoff meta, it would be them. They top don't have much team, tank yeah. flexibility. Yeah, yeah, a top team, obviously. You're not talking about some bottom team. But a team that has championship potential, any team that could just get ruined by a certain meta, yeah, I agree, it would be Paris. Also, though, there are certain metas where they would just get a huge upgrade. Doomfist, where, Farah. Uh, yeah, there's like certain metas where you can just see them slapping yeah. and it would just be a massive upgrade for them. I mean, most of those have now been removed with Genji disappearing, but Doomfist is also another yep. huge one. Problem is, I don't think Doomfist will ever be viable until he gets buffs because Sombro just existing is more than enough. Yeah. For Doomfist like, to just uh, not how exist. weird would it like like if they had uh if it was like something that included like a Sombra and a Widow like who do they play? Uh, Xe and soon the whole time. I mean, like, yeah, yeah it's Xe doesn't soon. play. Xe soon. Yeah, that like. Well, I I think that was part of the reason why they looked so weak in this match that we saw against the Atlanta Rain. Now, of course, they lose the two maps that they lose are yeah. due to cheese against the fucking Bastion that they failed to deal with. That Bastion which is was so sick though. Yeah, it's somewhat understandable because you're you're at the beginning of a new patch, beginning of a new hero pool. You you've never practiced against a team that's no. like a Bastion. You're There's not no even Genji. thinking about it. There's no Genji to dive like the Bastion. So yeah. what do you do? I did love how they just left the teleporter up for the Bastion to be pinging around mm. the map. It was so yeah. funny. They didn't even didn't even bother breaking the teleporter at any it, point. No, they thought it was World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing it like it was uh. <laughs> The two the uh, team you were saying as a bottom World Cup team. Uh, they that Route sixty six is the worst map that I think <laughs> I have ever casted in my life. Like if I could pick Wait, a single map that I think was the worst I've ever seen in the history of Overwatch, it would be that map. 
because why? Well, I was casting with you. Wait, no, I wasn't no, casting with you. I was casting with you ZP. Casting with ZP. Bren, if you were working on your tech issues or something, then my God, you need to go back and watch. It was a quick one. They got full health at point A. Because oh, Atlanta yeah. were running Sim Junkrat Attack <laughs> on Route 66. And Saucy took four and a half minutes to build up one tire. It's the new AKM blade. It's the Saucy tire. <laughs> it took him over four minutes. Yeah. He was, we were at the four minute overtime no mark, and he was still at like 92% of his first tire. So, someone said to me, I was watching a vast stream, but someone said to me he did 700 damage. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. They minutes. did the calculations. He did yeah, 700 the overall the, the damage. They got the and that's not because Saucy's a bad player. It's because who the fuck came up with the con? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, I mean, how, no. what, how are you possibly going to get value I, out of a junk rat? What, just throwing mines up to big earls? Take this, boys. <laughs> I think I tuned into that uh, late. Was it when the payload got to stop the right on the first turn? Like yeah. it didn't even make it around the. Didn't first make turn. it past big earls yeah. because soldiers just chucking up the mines. Then I remember tuning in. I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" <laughs> I didn't see they played Sim. I didn't see they played Sim Junkrat. Sim Junkrat the whole time. Whole if offense. he got tire, they probably would have pushed past first because tire is so strong. There's so many hiding spaces yeah, in that yeah, in that small map. If he just zips it on the top, boom, kills two people. They get first. As soon as he used it, it died immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Saucy get, takes terrible. four minutes, 15 seconds, something like that, to uh, pop his tire. Pops the tire, it just evaporates into what, thin air what, like what it was never a thing. One day we'll do an episode about the things that trigger us when we cast. Like, like when I talk about, like, a Sombra farming of the CMP and the CMP is going to be big, and then they just, like, fucking YOLO. Like, <laughs> I, I watched one this weekend, my lord. Uh, somebody took, like, forever to build this EMP, and I was like, this EMP's got to be good. Their team lost two players, and then the guy throws in his translocator just EMPs. I was like, what the fuck was that? I was like, he just worked for like two minutes to build up this ultimate. That, that was like the win. London Soul game I did the other day, actually. Yeah. London oh, just throwing away EMPs. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do, do, what do we think about Paris? What do you guys think about Paris? Me and Josh already gave our opinions. What do you two? YouTube I have some high hopes for Paris. I think if there was ever a time where, because everyone's saying like, oh, it might just be shock Shanghai in the finals or whatever. I don't know if that's that likely. Honestly, this is the most fluctuating time of any playoff period in Overwatch history in terms of what teams could make it. I would uh, agree. You, you've got yeah. Paris yeah. that could be contenders. You've got Florida that could be contenders. You've got, of course, you've got to talk about sh uh, shock and Philly on the NA side. But I mean... I could see a weird world. Like, I'm doing some Doctor Strange shit where I'm looking in the perceivable universes. I could see a world where gladiators maybe shape up and actually just squeeze out no. cheese wins with some what? weird Mirazaria OG Winston or Ball stuff. Like, I could see gladiators even shaping up just before playoffs. Like, the important thing is, in playoffs... Is it you just come alive? And we've seen teams do this before. London Depends Spitfire on season one were absolute dog shit. Their heads were in the sand. They had no chance and oh. they came alive in playoffs. Yeah, but, but the London Spitfire had still won stage one yeah. and shown that they had crazy potential. You At that period in time, they did look really good. You just and their, and their heads were way down. But the they're not London, the gladiators. Yeah, you just compared the London Spitfire roster who before the Overwatch League had won then they come in, they win stage one, and then you're comparing that team that won the overall thing. You're like, oh yeah, the gladiators are kind of similar. They could do the same exact How thing. How is that not similar? Just... 
because they just formed like 24 hours ago like they, 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 <laughs> they, they, they just they just rocked up like <laughs> come on, i think what, the, uh... the key is that london had showed us they could do it in the past yeah and they, they had shown us that potential to be the best we've the never seen... was the boston yeah, Bro. we've seen only glimmers of that potential from. I wouldn't from be surprised to see like, Houston like, knock out a bunch oh, of teams. This is the annoying thing, though, Matt. I kind of, I don't no. agree with the teams that you're selecting, but it's I agree with the concept. I, is I the, agree with the concept as well. Because but, at some point, do we start having to go through rosters and figure out who has two off tanks? Like, no, actually, it's a genuine analysis that we are going to have to do this season. I saw somebody. Yeah. Uh, I saw somebody on Reddit was like, uh, uh, there because everyone was complaining about like NYXL playing Hotba, and now they were like, wait, hold on, Bianca yeah, comes yeah. in and plays off tank, and well, wait, we have to bring Hotba back in to play Roadhog. Like, <laughs> yeah. What or, about or both? How, how Fury weird is and this? Poco? No. How about the why? Put in boombox on the hog <laughs> because he played it a couple of times in season one. The notion on Roadhog, dude. Yeah, bring in, bring in the flex supports. Was to play. Liddy, actually. So yeah, was Some of those flex supports, some of those flex supports have good Roadhogs. I watched Super yeah. Stream, he's played a ton of Roadhog. Yeah, never yeah. Google I mean... Super Roadhog, never Google it, <laughs> just don't do it. But the point, the, the original point I'm times. making, which Josh was solidifying, is that this is just going to be chaos. Like, if you know, that's what it is. Find yeah, me somebody might... who, at the end of this, has a completed bracket from everything that is 100% correct, and they they have to have just been inhaling burned skittles or something to come up with that <laughs> bracket. Like, I, I don't even know, well, mate. They, I, yeah, I, I will say this, like. Uh, in terms of APAC, like I think this type of patch coming in helps a team like Chengdu. Like they're so unpredictable, yeah, and they yeah. they they mess around with all weird stuff, right? And now it's kind of yeah. where we're going. Uh, I, I think for Paris specifically, though, something that they've excelled at is actually that more structured, coached style. Yeah, it isn't it isn't chaos or craziness. It's having set plans for every map set ideas for every oh this was ben best as well oh yeah ben best actually it's a pretty good tweet well what happened pretty good he he said top four world regular season uh fantastic uh time to make the playoffs um Oh, time to dominate the playoffs, whatever. I can't actually read it. I'm just trying to paraphrase. And he said also a big middle finger to all the analysts who put us outside the top 15. I can't remember where we put them. I, I put Paris at like at number two, I think. No, I put we're never high. that far off with the I put Paris really rankings. high, I think. The, I think we... I think Brent picked them the league. had them pretty low. <laughs> Brent picked yeah. them the, the league after three games. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Brent was like... Brent, like, Brent instantly was like, oh yeah, this exit guy's great. They're going to win the whole thing. Just... I, I actually do, though. I think that the, the thing that you need, right? This is just yeah. a, a standard need you now. Be and this coach. has been proven over the cap. anyone about anything. This is, the, this is proven over the last two years, Matt. All right, now sit down uh -huh. and listen, okay? That you need good coaching structure. You need a good foundation of coaches. They are yeah. the cement. As you create your little square foundation out of wood and you're filling in the cement, ooh, a little bit of 9K, a little bit of rush. 
Oh, here what we go. Where were they? Where do we have them? Oh, Josh Harris is 17th. 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were you guys really are well. morons. Listen, you have a, you have a fucking main tank line of hey. Ben Best and No Smite. You expect that to be bad. They revitalized so many bro. careers this year. They you really have did. Look it's at really look at weird, your actually. hair, bro. He looks like yeah. one of those chia pets, actually. Dude, you look so That's much better like. without you know, your you hair. You water it and the, the chia seeds grow out and it you grows look, out the oh, hair. Josh, you know you just That's reminded Josh. me? You look so much like Joe Rogan more and more each day. <laughs> what? It's insane. What, yes. Well, he's what? bald, isn't he? With the, with your, your facial hair is the same as Joe Rogan's. Your bald head, if you... <laughs> If you, I swear to God, I, and you do this weird thing where you're smiling with your weird wide eyes that Joe Rogan does. He does the exact same. Yeah, that, that, that is it, dude. You look so much like Joe Rogan. That, that's the worst, like, you look like this person I think I've ever heard. I don't think my nose or jaw structure <laughs> is anything like Joe Rogan. That looks like Sideshow. How is that anything looks, like me? nothing like Bro, Sideshow. If you find a thumbnail, Kurt, of, like, oh. Joe Rogan sweaty, he takes these pictures of him sweating after the gym. So I, so I look like sweaty Joe, <laughs> Joe Wet Joe Rogan. Is I look yeah. like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I think you do, genuinely. Well, that's, that's, what were we talking about? Harris being seventeenth, Harris getting third, and then oh. fourth overall. I, I but think, I think, I think we've, I think we've exhausted this though, because now we're saying sideshow looks like a wet Joe Rogan. I think Kurt <laughs> is ser searching up sweaty Joe Rogan <laughs> as a stands <laughs> trying to find. Uh, a so picture. here's my counterpoint, though, Brent. Genuinely, yeah. is that well-coached teams like the Paris Eternal? I'm not sure whether they have the same style of coaching as a shock team does. A shock team can go into a map and adapt really fast because their coaches have taught them how to think about the game really well. But a Paris kind of coach team seems to come into every map with a good idea of what they want to play in the map, what the strat is and how to execute it. But I'm not so sure that they can adapt on the fly and play all the heroes and just be like super malleable in that same what? kind no, of way. I, and if I, you okay. give me a chaotic meta, I don't know whether Paris are going to deal with that as well. Counter counter argument. There it is. <laughs> uh, he looks nothing like Josh. Dude, oh that looks ex God. that looks exactly like Josh. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're telling me that doesn't look, look like Josh. I see it. I actually you're telling see me that it. does not look like Josh. I actually oh, see it. Oh my God, that's that <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> I that. saw this in That's Josh it. two years ago, and I see it again now. <laughs> That's it. Should I just get fucking ripped? Yes. Like, outrageously uh, swollen, see how close I can get to Josh. Oh, I need someone incredible. to, like, smack me in the nose, though. He has a much flatter nose than That'll I happen do. with age. Don't worry about Dude, that. You should do a, I think I need to go in and get in a fight and have someone hit me in the nose. Oh, just we can do that for you right now. He was, I mean, he is a martial uh, artist. Yeah. He get, does get one of those We Fit rings, Josh, and do workout streams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my but my counter counter argument to oh, Josh yeah. uh, about your point saying I don't you don't think Pius can adapt because they what they haven't showcased it they don't have the same coaching style. Nine K's come in and yeah. it's directly brought in a lot of that coaching style. I think of making sure that the players are ready to come into a game and if somebody throws something at them they'll be able to adapt. The downside is 
The Paris lineup, with whatever roster they field, generally speaking, leans more towards set-executed strategies yeah. because they have much more limited hero pools yes, compared yeah, to the Shocks. Yeah, yeah, I agree so with that. So I do think yeah. that they would be able to adapt on the fly in terms of strategically what a team is throwing at them, but the tools that they have to respond are much more limited, which is why yes. we, you probably come yeah. to that conclusion. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, but uh, isn't that kind of isn't that kind of the same consequence, though, that they'll, sure. yeah, they might struggle in a chaotic meta? Yeah, they maybe. Could get, yeah. yeah, you could get in a position where the other team is uh, kind of countering what you've set your strategy to be, and you don't really have many options with the players you have in the lineup to move off of that. That that could also happen, by the way, even to a team like Philadelphia, because as much as they look amazing when <laughs> yeah. they have like Carpe and Hisu in, Hisu has had rare moments of being amazing on hitscan but generally speaking he's only really played the sombra to that elite level yeah um the their double hitscan look is all right it's pretty good but in terms of their overall flexibility they, if they try and run that kind of stuff they're they're limited a bit more like you you're trying to run carpe hisu if you want to adapt from a sombra to a tracer that's not the lineup that's going to get you as much success as like a striker ants let's move yeah. over that's a good point. Uh, I want to move over across the pond, across not, not the pond going over to the UK, but the <laughs> other one towards China. Yeah, uh, the large pond. About, yeah, I want to talk about APAC. I don't know why you <laughs> emphasized APAC so much there, but yeah. uh, let's talk about Shanghai because they have got the number one seed in, in the APAC region. I'm shocked. I, I mean, okay, you say that, but it, it hasn't been easy at times for them when they've been going up against certain teams. Certain teams have looked good. They've come online, but... Was this ever, my question was, but then Matt interjected and it kind of ruins my question is, was this ever in doubt that Shanghai would get the number one seed? All right. I didn't realize up until literally a few days ago that we were going based on win percentage, which I'm going to go out there. I don't know why the fuck that was the rolling that we went with this year. I think the people had to just adapt on the fly to the COVID situation and came up with the rule because it sounded like it would work at the time, which, yeah. you know, is up to us to spot as well as talent. We get consulted on these kind of things. Yeah, and I we could have brought I didn't it, up, right? it at the yeah. time. Yeah. It's like partially my fault. But I look at Asia and genuinely it was months ago that Shanghai locked this position up because they have five less losses than the Guangzhou charge, right. which means that oh all of those tournament wins weren't even relevant. Like, didn't even matter that any of the tournaments were won by them. They could have deliberately tanked all of the tournaments, <laughs> and they could have won this by a fucking country Chat, mile. Uh, just looking at the standings with, like, map differential, Shanghai, Philly, and the Shock are so far ahead of everybody else in terms of, like, how yeah. they've been blowing people out. Like, usually, like, after the top, like, from what we've seen the past two seasons, it's a little bit more spread out than this, right? Uh, this just seems like it was three teams beating the doors off of everybody, and then everybody else just kind of like moseying yeah. their way on through. I like, mean, you look at you look at like their plus forty-four. Uh, Jesus Christ! You look, yeah, if you look at like their wins, so 17. map wins per series is something that I've been looking at a little bit to the compare. The losses you need to pay attention to this as opposed well, to the differential it's the well i suppose the differential does help but the the losses is the big one yeah Jesus. the losses is, yeah the, the losses the is what actually puts you at the yeah. top of the table yeah Fragments i mean I, I i calculated that the that even if so like if philly and shock had never played 
in any tournament and then you just gifted all the tournament wins to the shock and none to the fusion they still wouldn't <laughs> overtake them so like all of yeah. the tournament wins all throughout the season would not overtake that extra single loss that the shock had which is kind of absolutely mental yeah. but i also got paid some numbers on I ran some numbers on the Boston Uprising, and I think you guys are. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. They're pretty good. All what right. So, if it, so, if you look at average map wins per series, which is a cool way of comparing this year to last year, because in a, a loss, if you get four nilled or three nilled, obviously your map differential is minus four in the previous yeah. year because there were more maps to be played. So it, it can get a little bit. Uh, biased in the previous years, like Shanghai Dragon sat at minus 120 map differential. I just looked at that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But if you go based on map wins per series, like average map win per series, you get some really interesting numbers. And the Boston Uprising from this year are the second worst team of all time after the Shanghai Dragons of 2018. Yeah. And they average, the Shanghai Dragons of 2018 averaged 0.52 map wins per series. So most of the time they were they were evenly going like three or oh, four nil or four three one, whatever the fuck it is. It was four maps. It was a weird system. Yeah. So they're either getting zero or one. The Boston Uprising this year is at 0.7. So they are Ooh. barely above the Shanghai Dragons of 2018. It oh. just hasn't been dragged out. Well, as we, did a, we did a head-to-heads and we actually... We raised the case for Boston. This is like months ago, being yeah. worse than the 0-40 Dragons. Yeah, and the the next worst is like a whole other 0.25 jump what? upwards. Mayhem it's, year one? Yeah, it's Mayhem year yeah. one and 2019. Mayhem year, yeah, Mayhem year two, yeah. Yeah, Mayhem 2018 got one map per series. Mayhem 2019 and Boston 2019 got 1.4 maps per series. So, like, historically shite performance this year from the Boston Uprising. I wow. feel so bad for that's, the players on yeah. uh, Boston. That is absurd, yeah. isn't it? Wow. That is, it feels bad. Yeah, that, that's, what, uh, that's what's kind of nice about seeing uh, Fearless and Gregory being able to play for this Shanghai. It's like, you yeah. don't remember them for what happened in year one, because... To be fair to them, I mean, they didn't really, they didn't really get a fair shot year one, right? They brought them in like the middle, like there was nothing turning that team around. Uh, no, so you couldn't really help it. But seeing them play and uh, do well with this team, uh, it's nice to see. They, okay, they are so far ahead in APAC. Uh, I can see it to be much less likely that Shanghai get upset in the APAC region, just on the basis that there are less teams that I can imagine being competitive well, with them, but. Mm -hmm. Is there an argument to be made that if Shanghai end up winning the Overwatch League this year, we have never seen a more dominant team in Overwatch? I don't agree with that, but... Some, people, mean, well, some people are going to disagree with that purely based on the numbers in terms of they've actually lost games and there's some teams that have gone on ridiculous win streaks. But when you look at how, just from the eye test, looking at these teams and breaking down, if you were to weigh up each team against it's... each other, Shanghai have consistently looked above most of the region they're in, and also they've looked consistently quite well above most of the NA well, region, with the only team that we could really stand up to them being Shock, I mean, maybe Philly, maybe Paris. It's difficult to tell I'm because thinking... we haven't seen them play in such a long time. I think yeah. it's actually almost impossible to call that at all, because well, Shanghai are exceptional, you... and if you... If you play, for example, this is going to be a really dumb example, but if you play like six grandmaster players against, you know, six plat players, 
Like it's always going to be like hyper dominant. Like whoa, they're insane. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And then and then if you play in a region with more varied teams and whatnot, like it's going to look a little oh. less like super but dominant. I, I, I do I, argue though. I do think the, Shanghai will win um, Overwatch uh, this year. I do. Mm. If you're going to put a bet that. on any team, I think you would put your bet on Shanghai. Yes, Shanghai, Shanghai would right. be the most likely But I'm outcome. making the but argument that it looks <laughs> maybe a little bit too biased in that direction of Shanghai because the teams overall in APAC could be seen as a little bit weaker. Because I don't think they so. Are they I don't think they, they are. Shot, I think Philly, back and Mayhem, forth on it. Paris. Yeah. APAC has been I the think... stronger region across the board. Mm. Yeah. But, it, on the, but there's only one team on the upper end. Yeah. Whereas in NA, there uh, isn't. I don't I'd think so. Two... I think there's probably multiple teams on the upper end. We just can't really tell because Shanghai are yeah. that dominant. Um, yeah. Okay. I also think it's really difficult to kind of say that they're like, I, I don't remember the exact wording you use, but what the most dominant performance, right? From That's a team, friend, right? What? You, used, you said that they're the most dominant team, like the most yeah, dominant I, performance. They, they, over I'm the... just trying to basically spur some, some discussion uh, on this, but basically... So... It's like a, a, a an idea that is Shanghai the most dominant team that we've ever seen in Overwatch because they've just been dominant a region they've dominated a region that has been quite that good. Has no bad teams. It doesn't have any. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have, doesn't any, have bad any bad teams. teams, and they still look really, really good. And if you were to eye up the regions from across one another at the same time, roughly but, speaking, Shanghai looked like they could handle <laughs> most teams, including well, Shock. Let's say they don't win. Are they just New York season one? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think mean, it's very okay, hard well, to draw these well, comparisons though because it's, it's different metas it's different well, not even that but they just different. never got an opportunity to play yeah. some other what top is, team what is, you what can't is be Bren dominant if you haven't had a chance to dominate Bren wants what? the talking stick yeah what sorry to interrupt the, uh, I've got an ant on me dead now Oh. Uh, that was the, it. Uh, that was it. Um, no, that just an update it. from the ant wars I finally crushed the king do they have to win? hit me out yeah Double off tank meta. Shanghai, how many players do they have right now? 11, 12. Have they got 12? Someone might have to take a back seat, unfortunately. They, um, they've got a lot of players. I don't know exactly how many. Playoffs wow. rolls around. Okay. Yeah. They actually might have 12 players. Wow. Someone's going to someone's gonna have to go. Someone's going to have to go for this oh, idea wow. to take worse. Wow. I don't care who they it is. They have 12, including Dia, who is a two-way. Okay, yeah. so you just sack off Dia for a short period of time. Why? Here's, okay. here's my thought process. Go on. Shanghai Dragons okay. this entire year has been a year of redemption for them. Previous worst team in the league season one, maybe even Stop. going on to win it. Fearless, coming through with his redemption arc. The one player in my mind who has done the most dirty in the longest time, I think, out of, out of a lot of stuff, Young Jin. Oh, Young Jin. Okay, yeah. I thought Actually, you were going to say Young Jin, Jin got I done. done dirty. I, I thought you were going to say run MG and Jushu. Jushu, <laughs> yeah. Roshan, bro, bring Roshan back. No, <laughs> Young Jin got done so dirty by two 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 lock because that guy was an yeah. integral part for that his team winning stage three last year. Black and yeah, yeah. his his niche, his role, his speciality of the fact that he could flex over to all these different positions and play these niche heroes just evaporated to the wind like a oh i don't feel so good mr stark yes yeah, sorry young jin see you later no career for you he could play for shanghai bring him in 14 day contract what? for the playoffs I, I just comes in with the roadhog comes in with the roadhog matt i want to just know how your brain works 
We were talking about how it this doesn't. could be the best dynasty of all time. As soon as I mentioned if they didn't win, they could look like New York. Something clicked in your brain about young Jin <laughs> getting done dirty by the Shanghai Dragons, and they needed to sign him. Yeah, I don't know uh, what, what was the thought process. There? I thought you were gonna say Ado. I don't know what triggered it. I mean, Ado was gonna say Ado as well. Definitely I got Ado. done dirty. But young Jin, in my player. opinion, got done dirty not by like the team itself, but just by the game. Like that. That's got... what is that? What does that happen? Like, does just the format change to I, just put him out of a job? I so let's say Shanghai goes and they get second. Do you still feel the same way? What? Like, like they they were still a historically dominant team the whole year. If they got second this yeah. year. Depends who they lost to. If they lost to the event, shock or Philly. If they get upset in some weird meta stuff, I I don't think so. No, you. I think you need to win the entire year. But that's why I said when I made this argument right. is let's say they win the Overwatch League. Mm. That was the entire premise of the argument. If they come second, that doesn't stand because you, you need to win it all, in my opinion, for that to even be in, 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 in question, yeah. right? Where's Joe Rogan gone? Uh, he, he left for a bit. But typically, Josh though, like... Uh, Rogan Josh. I mean, nice typically... From, Egg Rogan. Like, last year, last year, I think, was something that kind of... Uh, we, last year was interesting because we had two teams who were so, like, hyper-dominant the whole year that like we kind of knew it was just a matter of time but san francisco still lost round one like typically we don't get like new york like year one plus 83 map differential 126 they were 34 and 6 they didn't even sniff getting close to the finals uh, <laughs> yeah and with a meta change like this one of those teams is gonna gonna get got uh, I I think it might they might no, be both teams and it, and it, even your conversation earlier about Shanghai may, being more well, likely to get through. I I, I almost disagree true. with that because because you can't you can't make the argument that that whole like there's a better chance somebody from that region like rises up from the bottom who can be pretty decent in an off meta mm -hmm. than like the bottom of NA like yeah. the bottom the bottom teams in NA you don't really have to worry about I, if you're uh the Paris. Mm -hmm. Florida, oh, no. but like there's more chance like of a, Chengdu rising up than Boston or Hangzhou or I mean, yeah. uh, somebody along those lines, which I think that makes it harder for Shanghai to get out. Now, that, now saying that, I think they do, but in a world which they lose to a Hangzhou or Guangzhou and they have to then go play like a do or die game against a New York or something like that. It's a fucking coin flip at that point. I mean, those games yeah. just go crazy. I mean, the, the way to think about it as well is if you're going to put a, a percentage chance on each team winning the Overwatch League, you'd have the highest percentage chance probably for Shanghai. Or maybe you would have it for the shock, but I think yeah. Shanghai probably. But the, that percentage chance would still only be 20%, 25%, something like that. There's still a much larger chance of a bunch so of extremely many, competitive how many, the APAC, the other team. how many APAC teams would you have to run through before you got to like some of the middle of a pack NA to win? Like, like let's say for argument's sake, we listed out all, all of the them. teams that had the best chance. Like, I, like what you think outside of Philly and Shock, you would probably put well, well, like. It depends, it depends what you're saying, middle of the pack is, but I think. I think London's been about the same level as Houston or something, or or like Atlanta for this whole season. Right, but you'd put like, well, you put like Hangzhou's chance better than like a Gladiators or Atlanta yeah. or. I think Glad yeah. <laughs> Park went over Glad. So. I mean, yeah, okay, you kind of look at it like all okay, of the other. Let's, 
let's talk then about these teams, though. Let's talk yeah. about some of these. The, because recently, two teams that I would... I mean, I think if you prompted this question maybe three months ago. Was it three months ago? Time is a mystery to me these days. Maybe it was only yeah. a month ago. Uh, but what if you, you said about? Valiant and Florida, because at, at, at a certain point, they looked like the best teams in the league based on uh, how well they were performing. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, for that I'm very, very Tracer small amount Ash of time meta. when people were playing Tracer oh, Ash. Oh, that meta. Yeah, the Tracer Ash meta. Shaq's Tracer. But recently, these two teams had a little bit of a spat. You know, they slapped hands. The Valiant ended up reverse sweeping them. We don't need to focus mm -hmm. on the specifics. The meta's kind of weird right now. But, I mean, I could see a world in which Valiant or Florida end up just sneaking by and they make it into the playoffs and suddenly they just go on an absolute tear because uh, they have figured out the specific meta. I think Florida a much better chance than the Valiant, I think. think so? I think so. I think so. Just going on the fact that their DPS are a little bit more flexible, I think. Mm. I think Valiant have the the depth in certain respects, but you don't really ever see Shaxx on non-Tracer. KSP can play a couple other things. Obviously, you can play the Ash Widow. Widow, obviously, most famously, but I think Mayhem would have the edge over it. It would be a real shame to have a team like that, I think, win at the end of the season like no matter who it is like even if it's a Chengdu or something like that to have the meta just kind of fall in the lap of one of the middle of the pack teams would kind of suck isn't that how we felt about london in season one though no because no. like i said the i think a lot of people love to bring this up like the casual fan loves to bring up the same point of like well london just went on a miracle run and everyone was fine with that but london won stage one they won everything before the overwatch league like that core of that team as well we always uh, knew yeah. that they had championship caliber like if a team like the valiant or the mayhem or Chengdu or something like that ends up going on a big run it's gonna feel like insane wow. but it'll also feel like kind of yeah. fucked it the Mayhem at least uh, made it to a stage final, though. Mm, yeah. Like a cup final. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's possible, though. Like, Bro, I mean, we're really looking it's at It's very possible. Like yeah. And I think people need to respect that. But also, Josh, you were saying, like, yeah, they looked really, really good. But there was the middle period between stage one, uh, when they won it, from stage two all the way up until the playoffs, right until the end of playoffs, where they looked really bad. They had dips and dives for sure, but they didn't just go immediately the... to trash tier. They yeah, were very you inconsistent. Don't remember. But they had like they they had chances to get bodied. of doing they all right in some of the other smashed. stages. Nah, uh, no, man. No. I mean, if you look at the stage, um, the stage win rates and stuff, I think they were. I think they were like average, but they weren't horrible. The only thing I want. Uh, the one thing you learn about those playoffs, by the way, which actually could come back to be a thing in this playoffs. Like, like London finished second in stage yeah. two. Yeah, they, they went were eight like and horrible. two in stage two. Poppy they just talk. didn't win the, um, the finals. The thing we learned about in that playoffs was how, how like when you, are, when you do not have a good enough widow to kind of go, like you, you can't win. Like, I mean, when Philly played New York and they just couldn't, you couldn't go toe to toe with like Carpe's Widow. Bird Ring, uh, I mean, obviously he was uh, incredible in those playoffs on the Widowmaker as well. Uh, anytime you get a Widowmaker meta, it is so. I mean, even when you play ranked, Widow is the one hero who can dominate a game, and there's not yep. really much the other team can do. Where <laughs> it, it makes it it makes it dangerous for some of these teams because Widow's also a hero. Bren, you know this. Uh, when you get boomed a few times, 
uh, it, it can it can do a little bit to your mental, a little Not bit me. to your confidence. It doesn't happen to me. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. It's like never happened. I don't take but ego jewels. Look at what you did to Achilles. What would you define as an ego duel? Just a classic head. 1v1? Or like a jump shot? Just trying to basically, if you're getting pounded, to be like, I ain't switching. I ain't switching. There's no way I'm switching. That's you. No, it's not. Yeah. That's the definition that. of brand. That, that's you. That's no, you. I mean, previously, when 2 to 2 didn't exist, I would switch to Wrecking Ball, and then I would fly into him, and true, I would kill actually, it. yeah. The true uh, ego I duel. very much going from what the Widowmaker to just a feed do, machine. Do we know this is uh, uh, something we haven't talked about? Do we know what the rest of the seeding looks like for APAC? For um, uh, players? I did some rough calculations yeah, earlier, but I'm not yeah. totally sure yet. Uh, what was it? Uh, right now, it looks like the Charger in second, and they're at 18 and 7. So they're done for the season, right? Yeah, now. And they're they definitely all... locked into number two. Oh, okay. Because really... um, nobody yeah. can... They, they've finished their matches, and nobody can lose less. Well, like That's what it's uh -oh. all about, right? It's about losing less. And it doesn't look like New York can lose less than Seoul, which is interesting because Seoul started to look pretty decent. And then you would have like a Seoul-Shanghai game, potentially, yeah. in like a the playoff, right? pocket, dude. Seoul look good. That could be pretty good. The profit pocket. I like. Uh, you want me? To, I love it. Pretty spicy. Yeah. You want me to treat you guys a little bit? <laughs> what are you treating us to? That's should the we, question. Should we move on over to the power rankings or what? Yeah, let's do power rankings. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about the power rankings then, because these. Uh, God, what do we do these power rankings for? Is it expectations coming into playoffs? Current rankings of where we think these teams yeah. belong. Our power rankings here were um, expectations looking forward for the rest of the season. So, like, based on what we've seen so far, where do we think these guys can you, will be able to, can like, we, we ignore finish? makeup games, then? With the state that the we game is in with games. the patch, uh, can you in even case, do that? I mean... You just ignore Lord the hero pool games. That's what I do. But the patch obviously is just is like the god. Well, what I call the god patch. Right? Yeah. So I guess just expectations. Your your guys' power yeah. rankings, but I, I mean, would, I would you also we have no idea what the meta is going to be, so it's impossible yeah. to make any kind of meta predictions. So you kind of just have to go on what you've seen so far this year, because it could be anything, right? Like it could be yeah. double off tank. We could go back to rush. We could be playing. Well, you, dive. you would like, weigh up the flexibility of the teams. Be a big one. Mm. Anyway, let's let's do power rankings. Let's pull it up. Let's yeah. have a look. Um, because yeah, I mean, we just we got to go for it. Johnny's gonna be rolling in his bed sheets. I mean, I'm not gonna say yeah. great because he's not dead, but I mean, he's gonna be rolling his bed sheets when he sees what we've done to these power rankings after we're done. Uh, George, you want to just do the whole thing? Yeah. N no, not allowed. Actually, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually kind of expecting to say no. No, I want to. I want to do it. The okay. So this is yeah. good. Keep it. This honest. is. Bonkers. We've got Chengdu in between. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I watched that. this yeah, and I, I wondered what really what was happening. Yeah, I don't I, know. I don't know let's, what you guys were on. Let's oh, put we Chengdu were... back with the APAC teams. Probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. What a good idea. Yeah. Uh, let's put another good. tier break between the uh, NA yeah. and Asian uh, teams. Put them, well. put them there for now. Yeah, put Chengdu with the rest of APAC for now. Let's. Uh, I think we keep Shock at number one, right? Because even though they lost to the Philadelphia <laughs> Fusion, and there are definitely metas in which the Shock could lose, they've still got to be your favorites coming into the playoffs because... Mm -hmm. Just betting that it'll be a winner meta. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Wolf actually tweeted something like, Philly had the more consistent season this they year. Did. Which, literally, they did. But if you include any of the tournament results, they absolutely did not. Ooh, I'm, right? seeing, I'm actually noticing a bit of beef between you and Wolf. <laughs> well, like, there's there, something going the guy, on here, man. There's, there's like some subtweeting uh, going on. There is subtweeting. I've seen some, it. Like, li- some, some takes out there into the world, you know? And so he, nobody else tweets genuine takes. They just... I tweet genuine takes all the time. You see my tweet. You see my tweet feed. Your Twitter feed is a fucking meme fest. There's nothing going (laughs) on. The only reason that I engage with Wolf is because Wolf's the only person that puts out analytical content Uh, or like analytical uh, takes into the world. Did you not see my picture of Colorhex down the corner of Anubis? When he made links or meme on uh, on Gibraltar, the player the 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 Colorhex one's better. It's just him on tour but Anubis just at the long long ass corridor and he's just sitting there. It's good. Yeah. It's good tweet. You are stupid. <laughs> uh, there you go. Look. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, <laughs> Look yeah, at him. Is like... this? He's yeah. just chilling. Oh, okay, so, so what was oh, happening here is uh, who are they playing? Because uh, I casted this and it was just it, it was, was hilarious. so funny. What is the uh, of this? So hold on. I'll tell, I casted this and I, te- I can tell you exactly why they did it. Uh, because <laughs> uh, let me find the game. I'm so it confused was, by Zoomers. Uh, it was Boston Gladiators. Yeah, and he didn't I want believe. to feed Alt Charge to the support, uh, yes. so he just so changed was, a Torb so, so and right, stood so there. So right there, OG was just sitting on Winston, yeah. and they were just farming up Nano Boost, so <laughs> yeah. Color X didn't want to do damage to him, so they just stood there and stared at each other yeah, for, I don't was, know, it was really 15 funny. seconds, 20 seconds. He, like, swings uh, his hammer a little bit. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. And then OG would just try and chase him into the spawn and force him to do damage, and Color Hex would just walk into the spawn, then he'd walk out, and they would just look at each other. Uh, what are the again. two oldest people on the, pod, uh, on the podcast, the ones that are most into this Zuma meme? Are you guys trying to recapture your youth with Temple of Anubis color uh, I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to uh, say it was a good meme. I was just trying to explain what, the, what we just saw. Well, thank you, Grandpa. I now understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People also uh, just uh, guy. Guy says, uh, "Grandpa, he's like, uh, he's like two days away from having that like U-shaped haircut with the, the little <laughs> like legit Look Grandpa with the back." Yeah, yeah. Oh, Look at that shit, what? You need to shave that again. Oh, my lord. Put, oh, it, put the headset back on. God. I'm definitely trying to recapture my youth with this haircut. At least I, I mm. at least I look young. Thank God for that. Yeah, George. Someone you... thought I was t- 22 the other day. I mean, yeah. that's pretty good. I mean, it's um, not. I mean, I, yeah, you might get ID'd more at bars, but you'd rather look younger than older. To, uh, you know I mean? Let's go back to uh, the NA rankings. Our rankings. Let's go. Okay, um, I think shock at number one. That's a standard. Yeah. I think Philly. Can... Oh, here's the thing, though. Yeah, I mean, good. in terms of Philly expectations with flexibility, I would say shock at number one. Right? Yeah. Agreed. I, I think so. Because some people are going to be annoyed. Like, oh, but Phillies, again, the Philly, the Philly fans, I think they have a bit of a, a right to be angry here. I mean, they're just generally quite angsty in general. But uh, They always the, come second. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and we're, we're just kind of speaking Ooh. into existence here. But I do think... Shock have also beaten them more times this season. Like, yeah, they, so they shock, traded shock wins in, number in the one. regular season, and then Shock also beat them in the tournament. So Philly yeah. definitely number two. I would say Paris definitely number three. Can you make an argument four. for Florida at number three? I Hang don't on, personally think so. I mean, they just lost to the fucking Valiant because they can't keep their heads oh, in the game true. when it yeah, goes yeah, long. That's true. Never yeah. mind, never they mind. actually do lose control of a series the longer it goes as well. They nearly got reverse swept by the Houston Outlaws a couple of weeks ago too. Oh, yeah. yeah fair point. 
Like they, I, they do, do that. struggle to keep their focus in these longer Who games. Who is the fourth best team? Mayhem. I think you still have to say mayhem, though. I think like, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. over the course of the season, Apparently. it's been the mayhem. Yeah, I think so. I actually I think, think the rest of the list is break. fine, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. I think this is fine. Valiant, Rain, Glads. Yeah, I would do say Do you feel that's... a little better about the Gladiators than you do about the Rain? Yeah. We haven't the seen rain... the Gladiators play this meta, though. The Rain had been a little bit papige. I, I but, feel much better about Gladiators being higher than the rain here, but I just like are they going to reboom? I feel Gladiator. I feel better about Gladiators over the last couple of weeks. Definitely, it feels feels like they found their found their footing. Well, I'm telling you, Mirror, Mirror's good. If there's a Doomfist meta, Gladiator is going to be sick. I'm, I'm I mean, Gladiator is also the Mirror team that launched the Boston Uprising. Yes, I I season. still I have confidence for the Glads over the last couple of weeks, but as a season as a whole and going into playoffs, like I don't know, man, I don't know. I'm all yeah. over the place with that. I definitely think you could swap them around. I think they're about equal, to be fair, Glads and Rain. Because they both, they the both had some Pega matches. But then some of the matches are pretty good. So it's sometimes hard to tell. Uh, I think the Gladiators have looked pretty good. I think Bird Ring had a really good showing on the yeah. Widow. But yet Lit again, it was against Literally solo-carrying so. Gladiators uh, sometimes. Yep. Uh... What do you think? Atlanta or Gladiators? I'm cool I, with Gladiators. I, I'm happy I think Gladiators, too. yeah. All right. um, anyone else that you would consider you moving angsty, around? No, I don't think so. I mean... Yeah, put Gladiators above Rain. I think that's it, really, I right? Like yeah. Yeah, maybe that tier break is in the wrong place, though, because it does kind of feel like Florida <laughs> might be... No, sorry, not that one. The, the one above it, because I, I don't really no. know... I, don't I, know. I, I quite like this change, to be honest. Like, maybe the tier break yeah. should even yeah. be above Paris where, if we're looking at the season overall. That would make more sense than it being mm. above Mayhem and Paris being on top. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, yeah. We're taking I prefer this. We're taking in the season overall, the expectations moving into the playoffs. I still put a tier break between Mayhem Valiant. Although they did have that close game and it you was think? a sick, nasty game. No, 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 not that one. Sorry, Kurt. Um, <laughs> Like yeah. an extra one. Out an extra extra one sorry, 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 sorry. I don't um, think you need an extra one. I no? think that I don't know. Maybe no. I, I actually just think they like, had the close game, which is fair. I think if anything, you put it between Gladiators and Valiant, to be honest. But Yeah. <laughs> just keep <laughs> so, adding yeah, more. Kurt, add six more. Oh, oh we got God. more. We can yeah, have we, more. We do have more. Mate, put them in everywhere. Put, put every them in team everywhere. Every <laughs> team has a separation. Oh my god, it's oh chaos. Wonderful. Hope Tearbreak wins the uh, Overwatch League at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Tearbreak. Oh, they win. Yes. <laughs> That's about right. Yep. Yeah, Tearbreak wins. God, what? That's the Shanghai Tearbreak at the top. Yeah. yeah. Can yeah. we? Okay. All right. Let's undo the Jokes tear break. aside. Madness. Jokes aside. Yeah. What about. I, I, are we okay with admit that? Dude, oh my, why am I even saying this? I'm going to put my foot yeah, down. Yeah, we're okay with three the middle. The, three, uh, two at the top. Six in the middle. Yeah, let's move that tier break just above Dallas, though. There is genuinely a tier break between Atlanta and Dallas. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay, yeah. five in the middle. I like this. And then the rest of them, you've got Dallas, Toronto, Outlaws, Vancouver. At this point, you're about, arguing oh, over wait, scraps. Wait, wait, wait. Something that I forgot to even add in this week. How the fuck did we miss this from the topic list? Decay joined the Washington Justice. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that happened. True, actually. Mother yeah. of God, I forgot about that occurring. 
just, just as, as good. Just surely going to look better. Like, they already looked like they were on the rise. They're surely yeah, going to look like an okay team. I, I think mean, they move up. Decay is an infinite upgrade from Stitch, right? Yeah. I I mean, definitely. Maybe, maybe they look better with, like, uh, Hitscan Sombra meta, right? Stitch isn't that bad at Sombra. Yeah, they could even they could play double hit scan and they'd look pretty decent at it as well. well, like we'll Stitches and we'll, atrocious. We'll see how it looks against San Francisco on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. who they're playing against. I, if we hell. go for expectations, I think justice below fuel. No way! Get, get the fuck off the show! Get get off the show! No way! There's no way! Above <laughs> all those teams, f off, uh, Kurt. Kurt, if you, if you ever want to see ad revenue, Kurt, put the justice all the way back down. <laughs> Sorry, well, <laughs> you said the justice down, above Toronto. And Kurt's just put justice at the top of the league. <laughs> I know. Get them down. Kurt's on my Kurt. side. Hold on, but where did you want them? John said that they should be above everybody in that tier except Dallas. I think that's reasonable. Reasonable. I actually think that's quite no reasonable. data to go on at all. But this yeah, is this them. is partly speculation in terms of how we would expect them to perform for the playoffs. And adding decay is a huge bonus. He was one of the hottest commodities before this season. He's like, but they still have so many problems. Like their teamwork is horse shit. And, and look, so bad Josh, look at what decay did for Dallas. Ark is still there. Like, look at yeah. what decay did for Dallas. Imagine what he can do in Washington. With a but full Dallas Korean has team better too. players. Dallas arguably has a better <laughs> system. Like a Gamsu Note tank line uh, feeds less than a raw tank line. No but matter that's why. That's why we put them below right, Dallas. Below I expect my expectation is they go above Outlaws at least. I would. I would like in this. If this was up to me, I put Washington yeah. there. I put Outlaws below the fuel. Outlaws already below the fuel, mate. But I mean, like yeah. just be just below them. Yeah, actually, Outlaws oh. maybe have got a bit of a. Uh, they've been. They've been alright. I think actually. across the right. season they have been. Re they've had moments of that brilliance. Washington and if there's a winner, is meta, the dumbest, I think that is the dumbest a minute and thirty seconds we've ever spent on this show. I don't think that's well, true. I'm, I don't think that's I'm true kind really. of pissed that Justice have gone with da with Decay though. If we Why? if we go to the bigger picture conversation here for a moment. I tweeted about this and I got a bunch of fucking flack from it by angry justice fans who were just molding <laughs> that I can't ever say anything nice about their team that has been arguably the worst organization in the Overwatch League for fucking 2 years running. Uh, which, you know, sorry, I don't make the rules. But the justice picking up Decay I don't like for multiple reasons. For starters, I don't think this is really what the, the emergency rule was supposed to do. Like the whole point of that rule was to say, if you have players that are unable to travel for playoffs, we'll let but, you pick up well, like they, an emergency. They were, also at the, uh, they were also at the bottom of the barrel in terms of like uh, the amount of players they had. Yeah, right? because Lulchester's had visa issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, in, so in, technically that's the reason that they were able to pick him up. But right. it... it it, they're clearly not going to be a playoff team, or they wouldn't have been a playoff team. And he's not even replacing the person that had travel issues. Like, he's replacing Lulzish. Like, is he shite going to play? Well, I think that? the idea is well, <laughs> they wouldn't have been able to field a team otherwise, right? Right, but that's not true. Because, because Lulzish is never going to be fielded ever in the in the first place. So, I mean, it's you a total know. technicality. You never but but if we ignore that aspect... I like that Decay is back in the league. I, I I love the guy. I think that he's a phenomenal player. He absolutely should have been playing. I wish that he, we had oh, seen wow. him actually replacing some other star on another 
team that had playoff hopes. But also, for Justice to shell out what is undoubtedly gigabuck kind of money <laughs> to, get, yeah. to get decay for the end of the season. There's no way that guy was cheap. Like, some people are speculating that he was just sat there at home, like, counting his pennies. Like, oh, no, woe is me. I don't have a team. I won't be getting paid. Like, I must have been raking it in this season oh, for the dude, Dallas Fuel based on the He was at the airport in a Gucci backpack, dude. He was <laughs> chilling. Yeah, no fucking way. Like, he wasn't desperate to sign a contract. The Justice must have offered him big buckaroonies here to play for them. And the only reason Justice would shell out that kind of money is because they're trying to attract him for 2021. Well, they're not yeah. just going to pay the money to try and get, like, what? Into the playoffs. No. There's fucking no hope for them. But I, Give I up. like it, though. But, it, because the Justice, they sign them, and then they're like, look, we we will just assign whoever the hell you tell us to in the offseason. Tell us who you want to play with, and we'll just make it I mean, it that's the only scenario in which it makes like, sense, right? Is if no... they actually turn into a team that is willing to shell out oh, giga right. money if in you're order decay, to get everyone else. If you're Decay, there's no other team in the league that you can go to and be like, yo, I'm just going to decide who plays for us. Everybody else would be like, oh, well, we have this guy, we have that guy. The Justice are a clean slate, pretty much. It's yeah, just it's like, a hey, clean slate as long as hey, you trust get, get the promises that they're giving to you as well. And trust right. as well, Matt, that they will actually be able to attract that kind of talent. Because at the moment, the only attraction is Decay. You would not sign to that team to play with hey. anyone else that they have on the roster. If Maybe anyone... Jano if it's a diva meta, but like they don't have any other big names. Whereas every other well, team that you, that attracts talent has multiple big names. Here's what I can tell you. Uh, if you're looking to sign with the Justice, I went to one of their homestands. It was really nice. Uh, yeah, it was. Right by the water. It was super, it was super sick. sick. Uh, yeah, it was. DC is not bad. Yeah, DC was awesome. The events were awesome. Their team, oh, yeah, though, has had a history of being awesome. shot. They had a really Very good coffee place. Yeah, Smithsonian. But yes. I, I feel like Matt's trying to balance out his negativity. But I, I mean, I think that Josh is making some valid points, though. It kind of doesn't make yeah. too much sense. Like, why and would you? Why would you? Go, why would you refuse to play because your team is shit and then join a the shit other team? Thing. Exactly. You know, like, this is the other part of it as well, is that part of the rumor about why he wasn't wa wanting to play is because he'd been carrying this poopy team that he signed to for a bajillion dollars, and that was the reason that he signed. Oh, you know, part of the reason, at least. Like, why would you do the same thing again, where a team's okay. offering you a bajillion dollars, but they're at the bottom of the thing? Unless they literally say to you, we promise we will build an amazing team around you. And even then, you can't guarantee that they'll be able to attract that kind of talent. Here, here, there could be the friends on the Justice, too. I could be a play with come play with your friends for a Brazilian dollars. It's like, yeah, of course. Like, why wouldn't I do that? I, I want to see really bad justice fuel in the playoffs with Decay playing for the justice. You might see it. That'd be sick. And, uh, everyone's it would be everyone's so sick. seeing, aren't they? Uh, it would be so sick. Uh, if like Decay, imagine Decay just like pops off and just goes like ape shit for hearts. a series and just dunks in them. Like, oh, the story yeah, there is so amazing. I've got, you, another, you just I've got another the... problem here, though. I'm sorry, okay. Brent. I've got another problem, though. <laughs> because your argument about why, it, like, maybe he's just doing it for the back. Maybe he's just playing with his friends for a while, you know? Like, Roar and Aim God, he's played yeah. with in the past. And he's got good synergy with them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But if the Justice are actually trying to attract him for next season, do you think he's going to tell them to kick his friends to make a, a good team? I don't know whether Decay is that fucking ruthless to kick the guys that he actually enjoys playing with. And if he doesn't kick Roar and Aim God, that ain't going to be a good team. You're telling me they can attract three other good players to make a championship-caliber roster when you still have those guys on the team? No chance. So if it is him wanting to play with them because he's his friends, that makes the 2021 argument even worse, like even more problems. <laughs> yeah. 
My rant's no. over. Anyway, so move Washington up. Move uh, justice. No, no, they don't move up. We haven't I seen I think they're going to be better than Toronto. Yes. 100%. I agree. Like, at least compromise here where you've got Dallas, oh, you Houston, seen, Justice. Have you seen Logic's, like, widow stats the whole year? He's been, like, kind of pooing. Why the fuck are we so determined that Widowmakers will be played in this meta where we don't I even mean, know what a meta is? It prob. I mean, if there was going to be any hero, it. you would. With the, the shark and the... The map pool might not should... suit it. It might be... But also, Ball, decay is Winston, outrageous. I, I mean, if you're predicting a widow yeah. meta, then decay is unbelievable. Fine. Put and them it, yeah, above I mean... Toronto. Put them above yes. Toronto. Everybody deserves a, a pack. That's where the meat is. And by meat, I mean it's a little bit skin and bones, but we can get something out of it. You can usually make a nice broth out of bones. So let's let's mm. take a look at APAC. Josh, yeah. you're chewing your lip over what? No, I'm just chewing my lip because I'm mad still thinking about okay. fucking justice. Does London, London move down to the bottom? Shanghai number one, yeah. London yes. at the bottom. That's, yeah. that's what we know thus far. Yep. Okay, from this. Uh, um, it's all above uh, okay. oh, We can't it's see so it, hard. Can we put Chengdu okay. above Seoul? Oh, then? There, we there we go. Seoul above Seoul. It's hard because we haven't seen uh, Chengdu play. We haven't seen here. Chengdu and we won't see Chengdu Hit either until, until the playoffs. Yeah. Hit me out. I think, you know, if there's any team to get value out of a chaotic meta, it really should be Chengdu, theoretically. I yeah. think, I think, I think. Here's what I think. Oh, lordy, here it comes. A prophecy. Hear me out, okay, hear me out. Shanghai 1. Guangzhou 2. Chengdu 3. <laughs> Chengdu 3. Uh, Where'd New York go? And then we, <laughs> and this looks good. But if this is based on flexibility and performance throughout the entire season, Chengdu have to be almost at the bottom. They've only looked good. They've it's, only looked I like won't lie genuinely you. good in one meta. Yeah. It's a bit of an ass pull to even make this argument because, yeah, you're right. If we're going to be weighing everyone else, Chengdu should be near the bottom. But this is dumb. God, if there was a if there was ever a time for Chengdu to come alive, it would be now, wouldn't it? I think you've been reading too many fairy tales, Brem. No, it, I, yeah, uh, like, have you been getting your your parents or your friends at home reading your bedtime stories? I think I've been playing too much of the Golgari adventure deck in Magic the Gathering. I think which that, is based on adventures. <laughs> I think that's but it. it uh, yeah. I, th I, I, I think you're insane. Actually insane. I quite like the way it is right now. Yeah, I am a... There I, is an argument for putting Chengdu at least above the spark. Yeah, that, that I agree. I think they can thrive yeah. in chaos, like absolutely, and going into the playoffs because we don't know the meta. Although, do I think ball is going to be meta? Absolutely not. Um, that there's Why a, don't you think ball is going to be meta? If yeah, why not? Because I think currently Sombra is just a little bit too good. Mm. Uh, uh, so ball is like almost instantly invalidated oh. by the Sombra. I, I think so. I'm, a, I'm okay with Chengdu above Hangzhou. I say that because uh, yeah, I'm fine with that too because I think they can thrive, thrive in, the chaos, in but... chaotic metas. Yeah, and they also they haven't really lived up to the expectations that we had for them when once they, they added got architect. Um, yeah, architect. I mean, they did beat Chengdu recently, <laughs> um, but at the same time. I don't it's know. Charlie they, from Always Sunny. It's the wild card. You know, it's, it's actually the, the yeah, actual I, wild card. We could um and ah over this for eons, and I don't think we'd come to a conclusion. It's good thing. Um, I, I don't mind this list. Yeah. I don't mind yeah. it. I I'd think it's very reasonable. I'd put Spark reasonable. over Hunters, but like, yeah, I think this, this is... This is 
Uh, if it was up to yeah. me, it would look like an absolute circus, but thankfully it's not up to me. It's an amalgamation of our opinions. So Why? Um, I think this is reasonable. Is it sealed? Is it done? Sealed. Yeah, let's seal it. It is done. The power rankings is over, and it is time to move into the next segment. Brent's power of the week? Predictions. Oh. Uh. <laughs> You can't uh, skip the predictions, Jaws. Let's, let's do predictions for the week. So, a little bit last minute, so we haven't got Jaws' predictions, but you can just oh, tell yeah. us what you think. So, what yeah. is the first match, uh, Kurt, so we can get his predictions with no bias? This is with this week's hero pulls as well, with Zaria Briggs and Gladiators versus yes. Florida. So, Jaws, who would you Florida. pick? Florida for this yeah. one? Gladiators versus Florida? Okay. No scoreline, too? No scoreline, right? No, no scoreline. No, we, right. we ain't that nerdy. Yeah, we, we, we can... Ooh. I thought I would be the only person Wait, predicting really? Me and Matt. What the fuck? What are you, why are you guys voting? Now, I, don't, I can't speak for Johnny, but okay, my justification was that I could definitely see Gladiators looking... I could I've already made the justification earlier in this podcast. I can definitely see Gladiators going on a weird run in some weird meta where Mirror is on Zarya and they fall into something and they just heat up and go on a run. Zarya's out of the pool. Oh, bro. sorry. It's, yeah, this isn't for playoffs. See, I am. I, I'm so determined to move on to playoffs. I just wish that these yeah. games didn't exist. Uh, uh, the, but I okay. thought we were gonna just announce this game and we weren't gonna discuss it. Yeah, and well, guys, I thought. Oh, I thought I was going for a meme pick, and the reason that I've picked the Gladiators is because I do think they have like a chance of winning this game, but also Gladiators have to win this match in order to ensure that they place above the Valiant and knock the Valiant out of top 10. And so the Gladiators are playing for my hair. This, this match ah. right here is to I'm ensure that they finish spread. in the fucking top 10 and don't make me shave a fucking Valiant logo into my head. Ah, a bias so that, that's, spread, that's, that's what's on the line, and I think Deepay will hold that in high regard. Uh, yeah, I'm sure grin. he will. I'm sure so why, he will, Josh. Why, would you, why did you go for Florida then? Jack? Why? Why did you go for gladiators? <laughs> yeah. no, I want to know what the question is. Why did Johnny? Because I have put no thought into this. Clearly. Josh hasn't put any thought yeah, into this. I want to know why. Yeah. Why, why has Johnny, Johnny put thought class? into this? But we won't if find out. If I had out. to guess, I would say gladiators have looked their best when they play Winston comps, right? And yeah. we've seen yep. majority Winston Sombra comps. They've actually looked pretty good with the Sombra as well. They've had like Mirror has got pretty good Sombra stats. And Birdring carried last time he was playing the Widowmaker. Sure. So in theory, it's like a good meta for them. Get space on the Diva and stuff as well. And the Mayhem kind of looked sloppy in the latter half uh, of their series against the Valiant. So I do see some upset potential here. Uh, I love OG. I love space. I don't think they win in this game though. Yeah, I think what you discussed before, I think was a really nice valid point is the fact that Mayhem, as, they, as, ser as a series goes on, it gets worse for them. But I think actually the same could be said for the Gladiators. If they lose one map, it gets very, very bad for them. Yeah, so I think Mayhem, you take control, baby, let's go. Okay. I, I don't think there's any world where they don't win, the Mayhem don't win. That's, this is insane. I mean, the next match, <laughs> next match is Hongjo versus Seoul. Who have you got, Jack? Uh, Soul. Okay. You, wow, what is going on, Matt? Spark fan. What's going on? Should we go with Spark? Did I take Hangzhou? He just saw pink and he thought he was voting for the Mayhem again. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah. Why did you take Hangzhou? Because I think they're better. <laughs> I think they're better than Soul. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, he's, he's obviously really glued to that opinion. I, 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 I believe I may have uh, typed the wrong name here. Look, but you typed the wrong name for your Hangzhou I love X6 as really much as you love X6, uh, but they ain't winning it, unfortunately. The one time, the other, one other time I was on the opposite side of things, I got it right. What was that? I picked Chengdu against... Like, uh, you, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I you said, said never picked Chengdu, and then I picked Chengdu yeah. right after that, because we predicted two Chengdu games. I'm uh, not Matt's, gonna... Matt's literacy wins again. I'm huh? not going to stay on this This, <laughs> this one won't turn out as good as my last one. I okay. <laughs> All right. Dallas versus Toronto. What do you think, Jack? Dallas versus who? Toronto. Toronto. Uh, fuel. Da Dallas, Dallas, fuel. Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Dallas versus the fuel. Well, oh, there it is. The okay, yeah. I've said that. This before, one, definitely. arguably, closer than the previous uh, game we just predicted. Um, so it's quite I interesting that we've so. all gone fuel, yeah. especially because fuel right now are very turbulent. <laughs> like in terms of their coaching staff that's gone, their star player that's gone. Yeah. Times are rough right now for the fuel. It's interesting that yeah. we have this much stock still in this team. Yeah, in theory, though, a Doha, Onigod, you know, like it's Sombra, yeah, it's Doha, Sombra, Sombra Widowmaker, it should be able to play pretty well. And we should have enough yep. talent, yeah. We've seen the Toronto Defiant. I mean, they played against the Shock and they got shit stomped, but I think so would Dallas. Dallas would also get shit stomped by the Shock. So we have true, very true. little data to really go on. I think this could be a close game. I just gave the yes. edge to Dallas. Yeah. I'm excited for that match, actually. Valiant versus Gladiators, who you got? Valiant. Oh. Yep. I think this one could Both be series close. with. Uh, I think they're hyper clutch. I'm a little bit confused, actually, at this. We've all. Uh, well, I'm confused why you guys all went Valiant here, but oh, shit. Them to I still need Florida. the Gladiators to win this match. I need to flop. I need to flop. <laughs> the Gladiators <laughs> still need to win this one as well. This is like the most important one to keep the Valiant out of the top 10. Shit on uh, it. Yeah, I predict the Gladiators, actually. So, so you guys all would, with this logic, then believe the Valiant are better than the Mayhem. Yeah. I mean, they beat them. That's true. It's a close series. But, but like, we don't work the with that kind of analysis. Now. Not okay. for the whole season. I mean, just coming out of that meta, I feel like KSP clutched the shit out of it. Yeah. I feel like Super Mayhem were the better team. Him and Grady too. McGrady was a clutch god on um, mm. Ilios. He's a good lad, McGrady. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. But the, the Mayhem should never have given KSP that many opportunities. Like, the fact no. that he was able to kill four people at the end of Havana Literally was Literally sit there on appalling. Widow and collect heads like he was playing yeah. a, an aim trainer. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a weird yeah. episode in terms of predictions. Very strange. Yeah, I mean that's it for what we've done. Yeah, in terms of we don't predict much, we do like four matches. But I mean these matches are so like in I don't know, they're inconsequential, aren't they? It's like I I feel like normally I've got more I've got more skin in the game than this, but whatever. Anyway, uh we're we're moving on to my favorite segment of the week, the only segment Where that we... matters, the one that everybody eat. Okay, you're just gonna spoil it. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's time for my player of the week. Roll the tape, Kurt. What do we got this week? How you doing around here, Parson? Huh? First player of the week, present by table. Don't remember recording that one. <laughs> what is that? 
I don't know what that one was. Assuming you had to send these off to T-Mobile for them to say okay, why on earth did they say okay to half of these? You look like a deranged homeless person did, broke into a house with a green suit on and they were filming. Did, did you guys, ridiculous. I don't think Josh and Matt heard the audio for that. We no, I just saw that you were rambling. What did you say? <laughs> I can't repeat it. I would not be able to repeat that. That is the derangements of an improv actor. <laughs> that, that just, actor, yeah. would, homeless well, person. I mean, uh, whatever. My player of the week the this week. the same thing in LA. My player of the week this week. There's oh. a lot of there's a lot of contenders. There's been some good tweets being put out. I haven't been looking at them because I've actually stopped using Twitter and banned it. Mm. But it's going to somebody who probably underappreciated in the general Overwatch community. Someone who day by day has gone in and done the job that needs doing every single time, day in, day out, doesn't matter. It's going to go to Scott Mercer from the Overwatch I dev team. love Scott Mercer. So this mm -hmm. is where we get to talk about why Scott Mercer is the player of the week. So on top of Scott Mercer being one of the developers for the Overwatch League, or for, not for the Overwatch League, Overwatch. but for Overwatch in general, uh, there's, I, I'm revealing too much. Overwatch League is scripted, blah, blah, blah. The, the, <laughs> point, the point I'm trying to make here is that, you know, being a game developer is actually quite a difficult job because you're often in the firing oh. line of plebeians and they've got yeah. shotguns and you've got a small little tiny buckler that's only there to deflect a little bit. But you're like, I'm still listening. I'm still taking the shots. But uh, yeah, you know, it's a difficult job is what I'm making. But on top of that, for some reason, Scott has decided, yes, I will go on a co-stream with Josh and Matt on the Saturday for the first two matches. We are going to be doing... For one game. Is there only one game? One okay, game. well, I don't know the it's details. I don't get let in on the details, but anyway. He, he doesn't get let in on the details. They're doing a co-stream on the Plat Chat YouTube. So instead of watching youtube.com slash overwatch league you can go to ours which i don't know what the url is but presumably you're already on it if you're watching yeah uh and on that saturday morning you can what watch the co-stream with josh <laughs> with matt and scott mercer and they're gonna be bringing you the action yeah. pretty sick uh so that it's actually super awesome uh that overwatch uh overwatch league overwatch the game uh is allowing it to happen so basically uh, we'll have Scott Mercer on here. Uh, he's a principal designer. You guys all have seen Scott uh, numerous times on different Overwatch broadcasts. Uh, he'll be coming to this channel uh, to hang out with Josh and I during the Dallas-Toronto game. Uh, what'll be good about <laughs> and different about this co-stream is we will actually have the game broadcasted on the this channel as well. Yeah. Uh, so you won't have to open up two tabs. You can have me, Josh, and Scott in the game right here on Plat Chat. It's a sick opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've got any topics that you want to if you've got any topics that you want us to discuss with Scott, you can put it in it, it's on Saturday, the twenty second. Saturday, of yes. Yeah. Well, some unfortunate it, soul. If you've got any topics to suggest, you can put them in the comments section below as well. Yep. Uh, and it's just going to be a chill kind of session. We're going to watch the games. We're going to chat about it a bit. We're going to talk about some stuff to do with general Overwatch as well. Yeah. Uh, it should be fun. Yeah, we're going to be discussing uh, a lot of just community topics, uh, Overwatch esports history. Scott's always been one who's, uh, you know, been at uh, all the BlizzCods, the scene, the World Cup. Uh, you know, he watches, uh, he watched Apex back in the day, right? Like, he loves Overwatch esports, yeah. so... It'll be uh, it'll he be was, fun. I always enjoy it. I remember Scott, Scott was the first um, 
Overwatch or Blizzard employee to follow me when I was uh, casting Overwatch. Nice. Oh. Yeah, nice. follow me on, on I, Twitter. No idea why. It was after, Josh, me and you did the um, I Buy Power Summer Showdown thing. Oh, really? In 2016. Oh, I think the yeah. first uh, Blizzard employee that ever followed me was Nate Nanzer after I was on a podcast shit talking the combine and saying how it would never work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so now, Josh really ascended. He knew. He's like, you know what? It's like, I'm going to make it one day. Uh, but it's uh, but I think it's a huge uh, shout out and thanks to just uh, Overwatch yeah. League and Overwatch for allowing it to happen, uh, especially walk. with the gameplay on the stream as well. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you'll get to hear me and Josh cast the game together. You'll also hear Bren and somebody else have to cast the game together as well. That's later on, that's yeah. That's going to be almost going to be more funny. Oh, my that's, God. That's yeah. the last two matches of the day. I, I don't want to leak it. I don't want to spoil it yet. But you oh, guys, we're mixing, up, we're mixing <laughs> yeah. up the duos a little bit. I mean, people people have... We're mixing up the duos on the Saturday. Don't worry, you're not casting oh, with me. Well, because, because, because God, I obviously... Oh my me God. and Josh obviously can't cast... But Bren still has the cast, yes. so Bren will have a different I'm actually buzzing for this. I don't know. I'm actually really excited for this cast because I'm doing color commentary. <laughs> with who? Wait, with who? <laughs> oh my. I'm doing color commentary, so I'm really looking forward to this, actually. It's a, yeah. it's a return I'm to sure. my... I've got a funny story to tell you, actually, a contender season zero, just to top off this player of the week segment presented by T-Mobile. But I remember when we were doing a contender season zero... Uh, uh, show and uh, we were all in Denver and I remember being in the swimming pool or something and I remember Puckett I, I can't remember how this came up but it wasn't even Puckett somebody said basically and I misunderstood it but what I understood was that somebody had said at Blizzard at the headquarters of Blizzard this is before I was in the Overwatch League before I really uh, knew I was part of the Overwatch League so apparently someone at Blizzard said that I couldn't do analytical content and I took this to heart and I got a little bit pissed about this because Dude, he was fucking he was drunk graphs. Well it wasn't stuff. this was before <laughs> the birth of the this was this was before the Brengi. You know what I mean? This is before the, the, the desk persona of just, you know, oh you know I'm All just right, gonna... this is when you took yourself a little bit seriously. Yeah, and I had analytical YouTube content and everything else. Yeah. And nowadays, I've realized suit. he was offering to coach LG. He yeah, was, I mean, I was, I was. I, was yeah, there was there. a world in which I almost coached Luminosity. The, the, I mean, it was a different time in my life, and Lord knows what would have happened if I had followed down that path. I'm thankful I've gone down the clown route instead, <laughs> because I think it's been a little bit more, uh, a little bit more um, favorable. It? Yeah, it's been a bountiful harvest. You know, just just going down this road. But uh, but anyway, I remember I remember hearing this that somebody at Blizzard or misunderstanding that someone at Blizzard said I couldn't do analytical content. I was like, I'll fucking show you who can do analytical content. And I was casting with ZP, and I remember saying to ZP Classic, yeah. at the time, I was like, ZP, you're doing only play by play, you little shit. Okay, <laughs> you're doing only play by play for this cast, and I only did color for that cast. So it's going to be a return of the Bren color cast. Cool. Oh, from from 2017. It. It's a retro somebody, style. Uh, somebody on Reddit, I was telling Josh earlier today, was like, uh, oh, they should let uh, Bren, Matt, and Josh do a game together. I was like, I was like, look, you don't really want that to happen. <laughs> uh, the, the, the producers on our show, that's probably the combination of three people they pray it doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> like, like, it, it may be enjoyable for you for the 20 minutes, uh, but uh, it, it, nope. 
<laughs> the fans of the teams probably won't enjoy that one actually i reckon it would, it us, would be yeah. brenwood to start talking about like uh you know moving to indonesia to be a surfer and then me and josh would just like insult each other passively the entire game and then eventually we'd just be like well that one guy's not very good and then we would just like start laughing it would it would it wouldn't be even great <laughs> I mean, sure. There's also a world at which I could have been a game developer. Speaking of, I was just thinking about Scott Mercer just then. Uh, don't. Why are you grimacing, Matt? I just find the fact that Wait, you, you becoming a, a, a any type of no, I've got no uh, degree. Des, oh. Any type of designer <laughs> oh, yeah. or developer. I, I have no education background, really, <laughs> at all. You went to university, though. Nope. You did, didn't nope, you? Nope, didn't did you go apply? to apply. Uh, I was going to, and then I decided it was to cybersecurity, right? No. What for, what for? Oh, that was me that I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was me? For what? Yeah. I, did I, you I, just confuse your own past with mine? Did yeah, you just you confuse your own memories for Bren's I was speaking past. to someone about cybersecurity the other day because that's actually the field I wanted to go into and I thought it was Bren. But well, uh, someone we else might have had a discussion that. about yeah. it. But it was you thinking. You, you mixed up your own thoughts for something Brennan said. Can, can we also just like, just, uh, I, 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 I knew Scott worked on uh, WoW, but I was like, what, what else has he done? And I'm like, what a legend. Uh, he was a level designer for Brood War. Oh. Uh, mm. then, then he moved on to be a game designer of Warcraft 3 for Raid of Chaos and the Frozen Throne, and then became an encounter designer for WoW, and then obviously became a systems designer for Overwatch. That's a like, sick those resume. Those are like most of my favorite games in there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is a I, I reckon resume. if I had gone down that path, I would have been a young Scott Mercer. Sure. I, yeah. I reckon that's, I've got it in me. That's very insulting. Although it does say in, in, it says in Scott's <laughs> trivia that he, he, he enjoys watching anime, so maybe. Yeah. In common. Yeah. That Scott, Scott watches anime. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do, Matt. But the point Are I was you... making is that if I was a game designer, I'm telling you, I could revolutionize game design as it's known. I would be a visionary in the field. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I think I've met a version of you. In fact, a few of them, actually, my degree back in the UK. They always knocked out in year one. Because they come in like, I'm going to be a visionary. I'm going to make the best games anybody has ever seen. Well, I, I, Zombie I don't think game. I don't think they're going to be the best games that's, ever. That's Jaws is on some weird. I would say I well, mental loop. What? Jaws forgets who he is, and he keeps thinking <laughs> that like uh, you know you're him, and he's just getting it all confused. Yeah, no, Jaws but there was never a... had any colleagues at uni. He was in an <laughs> he was just I wasn't going to go into game design at uni. I was going to. I was going to do computer uh, science because computer there's no money. There's no money in game design. Uh, well, game Why? design is ridiculously difficult. I only know one person out of my entire university uh, course in my year that yeah. went on to actually be successful in games. And there were at least 30 others. It's because it's like any uh, career path that's kind of made from passion, right? Is that it's a lot of people want to do it. Yes. So as a, you know, supply and demand. That's why the, I the, didn't the go into it after down. uni because yeah. my heart uh, really wasn't it. That's why Josh didn't become a doctor. You know, there was... Uh... Supply yeah, and demand. Too many yeah, dogs. Supply and demand, right? Yeah, supply, supply and demand. demand. Yeah. Basic economics, base. Yeah. <laughs> Basic economics. <laughs> <laughs> what, is yeah. it, what are you saying, Kurt? Do you reckon it's time to close it up? Close it up. Like, I do. Sure. <laughs>